Hey folks, Ben here from B&B Sports Show Podcast. And if you haven't yet, download Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the easiest to use and free podcast creator. Creating has never been easier. And the fact that Anchor does all the work for you after you're done recording, it distributes it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Easy to use creation, adding sounds and songs with the touch of a button hasn't been any easier. The fact that you can make money off of this is just a win-win. So, if you haven't already, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, here we go. Episode 2. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Brian, and that is Ben, and you are listening to the B&B Sports Show Podcast. Yes, indeed. Episode two, finally. Finally. Let's see if we can actually make it a whole episode before they kick us off after the one-hour mark. Oh, man. You're cutting out. That's not sounding too promising. Son of a bitch. Is it better now? Yeah, uh, this damn thing. Uh, should we just delete no, this and restart? Fine. I mean, I'd hate to, I'd hate to restart and then the damn thing fuck up again. Yeah, I'm sure it will <laughs> though. Not the way that I like to fucking. God One of these podcast. days, we'll have to get together and be in the same room so we can actually see what we're fucking up on. Yeah. But until then. All right, well, starting off with some news, I guess we'll uh, I'll let you take well, over uh, here. From what I'm seeing, that Antonio Brown has been accused of three sexual assaults on some chick down in Florida. Um, I didn't get her name. I don't know if you gathered that information or not. But from what I've understood that she was his trainer and he had sexually assaulted her twice in 2007. I believe one more time in 2008. I mean, me as a living human being, um, what would make you possess or what would possess you to continue to go to somebody that has successfully assaulted you two or multiple times, whatever, and then continue to go back there to them and stuff. Uh, The whole situation sounds a little shady to me but you know coming from a lot of the text messages that he had sent back and forth to each other or whatever uh that looks pretty incriminating um i just seen before we went on the air uh he had posted a video to youtube uh him and her like in bed together just like kind of hugging and whatever you know um but the only problem is there's no timestamp on when those videos took place or when that video, because it was heavily edited. You could definitely tell uh, it was. Hey, uh, real quick before we, you had those dates wrong, man. Uh, it's 2017 and 2018. I, you said 2008. Oh, my, my bad. That was completely my fault. Um, yeah. 2018, 2017, 2018. Sorry. Some days are, well, okay. Today is September 11th. The two in, 
the 2001 has been on my mind all day long, so it's got me all screwed up. I'm traveled back in time, I guess. <laughs> Stuck in time. Yeah, I'm stuck in time. So that that was my bad. Sorry about that. But um, but like I said, the- her name is Brittany Taylor, and she's a gymnast. But it was this personal trainer. Yeah, and she was from out of LSU. But the he she would come to his house in Florida because he's originally from Florida. So the dude doesn't have the the most uh, articulate background and in, in the English language needless to say I mean I had to <laughs> I had to thank God somebody posted a translation of everything that he said because that shit gave me a fucking headache trying to read what the hell he was trying to say yeah it is three separate incidents like how do you get if you get sexually assaulted in one instant you shouldn't be going around that same person that sexually assaulted you. I mean, it could have, yeah, exactly. But times. it's just like, you know, sometimes money outweighs uh, your fear of being assaulted. You know, maybe she actually thought they were going to be together or whatever. And it could be a whole spite. It sounds to me like it's just like a huge money grab. Like she's just out for money. Um, she's only trying to get like 75,000 out of them, which, you know, to me, that isn't very much for what, what this is going on, but the NFL is starting to investigate it. So, and you know how, how well they tend to blow things up or definitely blow things out of proportion. Tyree Kale's about. Uh, she wanted to invest into her company. Yeah. Give her money. Yeah. And her company. And he said, yeah. no. So, I mean, it's all hearsay for right now. I mean, the memes are, have been hilarious, but uh, as an avid Patriot hater that I am, uh, I've been thoroughly enjoying them. But um, time will tell. I'm thinking that eventually either he's guilty or she's guilty, but I don't know. They just will have to settle it in the court of law eventually if it comes to that. Uh- I guess I'm not too much of a know-it-all, but it just feels odd just, to me. I don't. I, I feel really something. Ahead. No, that was well, that was the like, end of it. The timing was really suspicious. You know, my only thing is like, why didn't she go after him when he signed that thirty million dollar guaranteed contract with the Raiders? Um, you know, try to go after, expose them then. I'm not trying to defend the Patriots at all, but it was just like within a day or whatever of, well, his first time at practice or whatever with the team, then she dropped the bombshell on him last night. It's just like, man, what are, what are the odds? And then now she's waiting until after she's done having her wedding and then goes on uh, her honeymoon before she comes back to talk fully with the NFL. So it's like, what the fuck? Maybe she already knew that he was not going to be on the Raiders. <laughs> Probably. I don't know if she was a Raider fan or what she is. She knew that he was going to the well, Patriots. Well, it could be. You know, I mean, I'm just but it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot of things don't add up in this story, but 
you know, me being a Patriot hater, I'm hoping that they fucking boot him off the team just because the dude's a fucking clown. I mean, he's been off his rocker since he left the Steelers. So, I mean. Yeah, but I don't want to see him get booted off first. I mean, he can get booted off the Patriots, but just end up on a different team, kind of like a Josh Gordon situation where they get it. But he's already he already pretty much was booted off. Yeah, Raiders were so stupid on that on that deal. They could have freaking uh, put an exempt on him and and made it to where like you know we'll just pay you to sit, it's like suspend him and and just uh, suspend him indefinitely and then make him sit for you know half a season or something like that. Why just for for this huh? case? This no, before case? this case even came apart, I'm talking about the Raiders, how they just let him go and uh, they gave up a third and a fifth round draft pick. They didn't get shit out of him. All they got was $300,000 that he owes them in fines. And that's it. Except for if they would have held on to him, they would have been that's locked true. in that, that guarantee and then true. they would have been out $30 million. Way more. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like I don't know. It's just a lot of conspiracy theories out there that, you know, if there was a lot of tampering going on between him and the Patriots, you know, like, like they had this planned out because just the way, like we talked about in, the, in our first episode, technically, um, how he reacted to getting released by the Raiders. It's just like shit just seems really fishy to me. Like, you know, like he, it's almost like he knew that he was going to go to the Patriots right off the bat. So it's, it's I, just, uh, I feel like at that point he already knew that he was going to be released and it was just a staged video. Yep, I, see, I do too. Somebody just happened to be recording at that moment that he's like figured out. That he's exactly. Released. Like somebody recording every moment of your life. I mean, unless it was part of uh, Hard Knocks, but I thought that they finished recording um, the last episode before the season began, so I don't know for sure because I know it was for his YouTube. So it 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 just the whole thing just stinks to high heaven. Um, whether or not they'll be reprimanded for it is beyond my knowledge. You know, I'm not paid to give those calls, but they're lucky that I'm not commissioner of the NFL. That's for damn sure. They're not gonna. I think it's just pretty much getting blown out the water now that he's being accused of rape, and the NFL is just going to focus on investigating that. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and that's what sucks too because this whole Me Too movement and stuff. Like, if you don't believe women, I mean, you're just—it's just the whole slippery slope. Because if she's telling the truth, then and then he gets off scot three, got scot free then it's just like the justice system failed her. But if she's lying about it and then he still goes to prison or something like that, I mean, you're sending an innocent person to jail. So it's... What about this for a conspiracy theory, though? He... Patriots are getting accused of tampering. NFL's maybe wanting to investigate it? What other way to, to, you know, distract them by... uh hiring a girl to 
accuse him of rape. Well, I mean, that'd be pretty. Well, yeah, I mean, God damn, I didn't think about that because because she is only going after. It's only a civil lawsuit. It's not a criminal lawsuit. So I mean, it's only like it's going. She's only going after the money. So that would kind of make sense. Like, I mean, $75,000 to a fucking multimillionaire is, is like a drop in the hat. So, I mean, that does that, man, that makes perfect sense because, yeah, NFL was going to go after them for at least figuring, trying to figure out how the hell they got a hold of them so fast and stuff. And because, you know, damn well, every other team in the NFL was going to be, you know, bidden to try to get him to come to them and how quick is it that it just so happened to be his personal training exactly so it's just like a quick hey do this for antonio i mean yeah of course you know we're just speculating of course this isn't don't take this as gospel so i mean i know there's some people like hey man i heard it on the on the podcast and i i think we need to investigate him and shit Oh, hey, maybe they should. Yeah. It'll spread the name out, and we'll get more. People. Hey, man, I'm all for it. Then, it's like we'll spread all kinds of fake news. Jobs and their whack ass conspiracies. Yeah, we're the new Alex Jones Infowars dot com. <laughs> Except for it's with the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to say the least. I don't know what's going to that's going to conspire the next few days. I'm just hoping that my dolphins don't get a 40 burger put on them this, uh, this Sunday. I think we're just going to get annihilated. You're definitely going to get annihilated. Well, we see that every time they come to Miami and Miami seems to figure out how to beat them, especially, I don't know. I think, uh, I think Belichick has too much respect for, for Brian Flores. He always seems to play his, former coaches soft like he doesn't want to fucking blow them out like he didn't blow out the Lions the Lions ended up beating them um Titans being ended up beating them so I mean who knows Bill Belichick may reward Brian his first win on Sunday which I'm all for but I don't want it I don't want it given to me I doubt it <laughs> I know I doubt it too but it's just like a hypothetical the way they played on fucking this last Sunday, there ain't no fucking way in hell we're going to put up many, very many points. So, uh, all right. Well, how do you feel about old Marcus Lawrence? You know, that dude's a piece of shit. I mean, I understand. He's, he's a Cowboys player and a young kid come up and just asked him if he would sign his, his shirt for him. But he was wearing a uh, Giants, I think Eli, Eli Saquon Barkley. Oh, Saquon Barkley jersey, and um, he's like, "You need to get a new jersey." And he just walked right by him, like basically gave him the the look, like "Go fuck yourself," kind of kind of look, you know. Like that's just kind of to me. It just seems like you're setting that kid up to hate you for the rest of his life, you know, because that you not only embarrassed him at on the moment but it was videotaped and then now it's being replayed all over the fucking world so now it's that just, kid yeah, it's just a 10 year old kid why how why isn't he gonna stop him not, okay who cares what jerseys wearing? you exactly. can be a fan of a team and a, and a fan of an athlete 
And exactly. Kids look up to athletes. All kids do. Uh, does his kids not look up to other athletes? Exactly. I mean, what if his kid's wearing a, his jersey and goes up to Saquon Barkley to get his autograph and Saquon snubbed his kid? You think he would be so understanding and be like, hey, it's not that big of a deal? No, nah, I think he'd be pissed. Oh, damn right he would be. And Saquon wouldn't fucking do that because he's actually a pretty decent guy. So, yeah, I mean, I know it sounds kind of petty on our part. Oh, poor fuck the kid or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm not I'm I don't know, I guess my perspective on that shit changed once I became a parent, so and you could see the look in that kid's eyes of how hurt he was that you know, like it just almost looked like he just smacked him in the face, like fuck you kid, you know. Hey, I don't know. Well, meanwhile, the fucking superdome, you see JJ Watt tossing the ball to kids exactly. in Interacting with them. He even gave the kid his gloves. They're all exactly. I mean, it's just you need to. They're there to support the team, whether it be your team or or their home team or whatever, or the team that they're rooting for. They're there as a fan to support your game. Without the fans, you don't have a fucking job. You don't have these millions of dollars and all these privileges that you get for being an NFL star. So, well, think, of I, the, uh, think of the story those kids. Think of the story those kids got. I mean, they're Saints fans, but JJ Watt interacted with them like, "Hey, played catch with JJ Watt." So exactly, that's and that's something that they're gonna be able to tell their grandkids or their their kids or whatever later in life. You know, talking about I used to play catch with JJ Watt. I mean, JJ Watt may not be like the most impressive defensive player on the field today i mean he's he's still really good for how many injuries that he's had um i mean he's no reggie white and freaking bruce smith by any means but then again who is um he's still a great player no and he has a great heart that's the one thing like like the nfl is lacking that like we discussed in the first episode nfl needs more larry fitzgerald type players and jj white watt type players or Drew Brees type players on the field, uh, people that are about the fans and not themselves that are humble. I mean, it, it just gets sad when you see these fucking players think of too much about themselves than than the fans because they're just it's an ego thing. I, I don't know. Well, speaking of Drew Brees, did you see the thing in the news about anti LGBTQ? Oh yeah, they're always pissed about something. Well, he there's focus in the family, and he was it's a Christian group, but he was doing it with them, and he's just made a video saying for kids to bring a Bible to school. But I guess this church group's known as gay and anti everything, so they just like automatically labeled the Drew Brees as anti gay. Yeah, I did see that. I wasn't sure, like, and he even said too in the in an interview that he didn't know that they were, you know, if they were part of that type of of situation, he said that the last thing he knew that they weren't, they were just a Christian group. He's like, I'm a Christian person. I read the Bible every day and I, you know, preach it to to my kids and and their friends and stuff. It's like, 
what I say is about myself. I don't condone what anybody else does. You know, it's like I'm only myself. I'm I'm only one person. I'm telling the kids as myself to bring a you know Bible to school or whatever, which is fine. But yeah, it's just like everything. You know, Dave Chappelle's getting blackballed and stuff from from the alphabet people and. It's just like everybody's offended. They want to be offended by everything these days, and it's just like a it's a sick world we live in. Yeah, <laughs> everything's so offensive. Yeah. Was... Again, Demarcus Lewis is pretty offensive for snubbing that. Yeah, kid. he's a douchebag. <laughs> he's our dick of the week. Let's 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 uh we'll start that off too. Like uh, uh, each week we'll we'll name the dick of the week type thing might be a little bit difficult as we go, but I'm sure eventually it doesn't have to necessarily be NFL. It could be UFC. It could be anything like that. We can just uh, try to find somebody on the internet that, that made a real bad fucking mistake or, or was a real dick. And we'll, uh, we'll label the dick of the week every week. Man, you are cutting out like crazy. Am I really? How does it sound now? Oh, you're clear now, but well, I was before. I was itching my leg, so it probably had something to do with it. You must have been itching for this entire podcast because half of it you're cutting out. Well, I apologize. I don't know what to tell the folks at home. I'm sorry. Itching or jacking it? Well, I sure the hell ain't jacking it to your voice, motherfucker. Yeah, I think you would. <laughs> God. Oh my goodness. Alrighty. So we're gonna go ahead and discuss the games from week one. Uh first game that we'll talk about is the huge disappointment of this hyped up team in the offseason. The Cleveland Browns getting their asses handed to them yeah. by the time. Oh my god, that was a big ass whooping. In Cleveland too so I mean that even makes it worse like they were I think Jim Brown even showed up to that game so I mean that's pretty embarrassing how yeah that you're definitely a paper champs holy moly they just it was, I don't know. it was pitiful like they couldn't do shit I mean and then Jarvis three picks in the fourth quarter from fucking Mayfield he got flustered well, I mean, it's just that he was trying to do too much. It's just like to, uh, not to not to make fun of uh, your cousin Corey, but it's just like freaking old crab legs, freaking trying to do too much and getting interpicked six twice in that game, wasn't it? Damn it! You're cutting out. Said, so didn't uh, Jameis Winston get picked six uh, twice in that game? Guess your forty niners. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm not doing anything to make it different, so I don't know why it would be cutting out. I don't know. Maybe it's just cutting out of my end and you're clear. Well, you're so far has been pretty decent. Like I think if we don't talk over each other, that's a, that's about the only time that uh it seems to cut out, like if I'm speaking and then you talk, that it like really cuts out on your end. Uh, it's 
It's pretty much cutting out on you without me saying anything. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Son of a bitch. But, yeah, I, the Cleveland Browns, they were a major disappointment today or this last Sunday. I mean, um, I think they're going to definitely bounce back against the Jets. So I don't think the Jets have anything for them. But who knows? I mean, Jets may come out there and just whoop their ass. And Jets aren't that bad. Look what they had the close game with the Bills. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, I mean, what was it, 17 to nothing or whatever, and they let them come back? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like Adam Gase's, you know, like when we were playing the Bengals, we were up 17 to nothing. And then he started getting real super conservative and really uh, basically put it in prevent defense, and they just started rolling on us. Plus two in, uh, two fumble recoveries uh, by them to or on us or whatever, and set them up real real good in the field goal range or, or in our red zone. I mean, so I, I don't know. It's just Adam Gase's coaching style. He just I don't think he's gonna make it more than two years there for the Jets. Yeah. Well, your uh, Dolphins got God, annihilated. Hey, it's all <laughs> part of the It's all part of the plan, I guess. I'm just not going to be a happy camper the rest of the season, I don't feel. But it was a little, I mean, okay, I understand. The plan should be to get yeah, blown well, out. Well, I'm thinking we'll probably get blown out a couple more times this season, too. But I just think that... Uh, Old John Harbaugh, he freaking uh, he either was being really petty or or whatever. I mean, I understand that the Dolphins are all professionals, you know, they're professional athletes, but they just like they had no respect or anything. Like they didn't show any desire that they wanted to play that game. Defense, I mean, this defense was supposed to be rated like 15th or whatever and pass defense or whatever because we had Xavier Howard and and uh freaking you know Christian Wilkins on the defensive end side and Jones and a couple other were you saying he's you saying he's petty because well it was the fact that you know it's fourth down and and they're faking punts and shit like he kind of screwed himself for like let's say there's another situation where they're like down by a score or whatever, and it's getting late in the fourth quarter and they decide they want to run that, that uh, fake punt play. I mean, they just basically gave, gave out one of their hands, you know, for, for uh, certain plays or whatever later in the season. So, I mean, that, that could come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah. But on the topic of blowing up the scoreboard and, that uh, being petty, I mean, I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in just because your opponent's your throttling your opponent that you should light it up to be a sportsman. Really? If you don't want to get your ass whooped, oh, play I, harder. I, I completely Do agree. About it. And I'm not yeah. making excuses for my team. I just think that, you know, like they were all about kicking us when we were way down, you know, like I mean, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, yeah. already up by 50 points or whatever, 
and they're fucking still going for it on fourth down, throwing still. It's like, Jesus Christ, just run the fucking clock out. But <laughs> Well, I mean, put some points on the board, huh? You know, oh well. If they don't want, if they don't like it, you know. Well, stop that's them. the thing. That's the thing, you know. Like Karma has, has a way of uh, a way of showing her ugly face every once in a while. So I, I have a feeling that if a team has a chance to fucking run the score up on on uh, the Ravens this year, they're gonna fucking do it. Well, yeah. I mean, if any team, if any team should be able to run up the scoreboard without having to feel bad about it, you know, you're yeah. Like you said before, you're all adult players. You're all making all this shit ton of money. Exactly. Stop them. You're getting paid to stop is, them. Try your I, I'm not trying to believe in the whole conspiracy theory, theory things, but, um, you know, it's just they said that they were going to revolt if they traded Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunsil. And sure as shit, they traded them. And then, like, they looked really good in the preseason. I mean, we won three out of the out of the four games. Of course, preseason doesn't mean shit. And I understand that, but they did not look like a team that was prepared. They looked fucking lost, like all on the defensive side. Like they were purposely missing tackles, fumbling the ball, fucking incomplete passes, terrible passes, not fucking doing their blocks on offense. Just fucking looked downright terrible. Um, they look yeah. like a professional team. They look like a fucking team that should be in like fucking college or whatever. Well, I mean, to go off of looking good in preseason, I mean, obviously, if you're going against second stringers, you're going to well, look pretty was good. Referring- you're going against first stringers, you're going to get an well, I was referring to the third stringers, or I mean, uh, third uh, preseason game when the first stringers played to the third quarter. So, and that one, I believe, was against the Saints. I'm not sure. I don't know it wasn't the Saints. What the fuck was the third game? I think it was against – no, it wasn't Jacksonville because Jacksonville played us really good too that game. I don't know. We played the Falcons' first game, and I'm having to bring for – oh, we lost to Tampa Bay. So who the fuck was our third game? Jacksonville. must have been Jacksonville. Jacksonville would have been our third game that we played all the way to the third quarter, and then the Saints were the final final game. So, yeah, I mean, the first team played pretty decent. Um, they shouldn't give up – I mean, shouldn't uh, put up very many points against that fucking first-string defense. But, hell, look at the look at the way they fucking played. And then uh, Miles Jack or whatever gets ejected for fucking trying to fight a goddamn referee. I don't know if you caught that at all. All right, moving on to, I guess, another disappointment for another team, which I kind of saw coming. But, man, did those Pittsburgh Steelers get their asses handed to them as well? You know, I mean, it's almost like teams forget how to play when they go into New England. Like, all year round long or whatever, I would see teams just completely shit stomp. Like, look at the Chargers last season. They were fucking a team just on a dominating tour, you know. They get into fucking New England in the page in the in the playoffs or whatever, 
and they shit the bed. They act like they've never been there before, never, you know, played the game before. It just seems like teams always struggle when they go to New England. I don't fucking get it. Nobody really wins in New England. I also feel like they are definitely missing their old key players of Bell and Brown. Well, I mean, Juju made a couple good plays for them, but it was just a lot of bad passes from uh, Ben Rothenberger too. Yes, he was very yeah. inaccurate. He's... Like he was definitely he did not want to play for some reason. He did not look good. No. So I mean, and, uh, and I'm thinking too, who's their backup? Because do they still they still have that uh, that? Uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. Josh yeah, I was going to say, Rudolph, he's from the old uh, Oklahoma City, or Oklahoma State, I believe. 47 was in the attempts rating. What's that? 27 for 40. Jesus. 27 out of 47. Only 276 yards and an interception. Yeah, they just could not move the ball at all. I mean, Patriots defense was just out just out there, just out of their minds, you know. And they lost a lot of key players on defense, too. So I was, like, really surprised at how good they were. And hell, Tom Brady had all day to fucking throw. He got sacked once by T.J. Watt. But – um other than that, I mean, it was kind of pathetic, in my opinion. I, I quit watching after, like, the second quarter because it was just like a bloodbath. Like, they had no drive at all. So, I'm – Yeah. And then yeah. passes. It's – I'm really not looking forward to this Sunday. I mean, I know I'm going to have to watch it on my phone or whatever, but – I'm not looking forward to this fucking ass whooping we're about to have on us. What a great Monday night game that Saints and Texans was. Probably, well, obviously it was the first week, but that was the best game bar none. Um, That's that, drive. that last drive that Breeze led. Well, to get the game it's 58 ball. seconds left to go. Texas had, Texans had the ball, drove it 75 yards in two plays for the touchdown and then they missed the extra point, but then the dude fucking ran into the side of the kicker and he fell down. So they got to, cause they tied it up for that. It was just would have been a tie score. Um, and then he got to re-kick it. They went up by one point, 36 seconds left to go. One timeout, Breeze throws three passes, gets it to, to, you know, mid range where they think the kicker could kick it. And then, uh, I can't believe how loose the fucking Texans defense played on those. Cause like, I know they, they wanted to keep him up the middle, but I mean, they left him too much time on the clock, I think. And then kicked the 58 yard field goal to win it. I mean, that was, that was a thing of beauty. Yeah. You don't let Drew Brees have that much have it. No. Any amount of time. Fourth quarter to rally. Come back. I give the Texans a lot of credit. They looked really impressive in that game. That was a fun fucking game to watch. It was a good game, and I feel like they'll probably, you know, bring that momentum into – even though they lost, I don't think they lost momentum. I think they'll keep – Oh, I, I completely agree. I mean, third division is pretty 
pretty well. I mean, I think them and the Texans or Tim or Texas Texans and the Titans will probably be the top two in that in that division. Jaguars without a quarterback are not going to be a competitive team, which is sad to say. And then um, yeah, just I just think Houston and, and Tennessee they're about the only two that can really compete in that. I wouldn't say that too bad for the Jaguars because that rookie quarterback that oh, came in. Oh, he did in, good. 25 of 27. Yeah, he's got the highest completion percentage out of any quarterback in the NFL debut in league history. That's pretty impressive. So they might not be too far out. We'll see what he does at the start of the game. So moving on to week two. We'll do our pickums so again. Who, who do you think are going to be last in, in that division? You think the Colts will probably be in last because they played a hell of a game too. They just choked at the end. Considering they didn't have Andrew Luck, they did. They looked like well, the better yeah. team than I imagined they were going to play. Oh, it'll be. Uh, I don't know. I think. I don't know. Jacksonville might be last because their defense did horrible and let Kansas City run up the board on them. Yeah, 40 well, points. and here I talked up their defense like they were going to be like top five. Well, I sure got a, a fucking – sure look, I got an egg on my face for that one. I sure talked them up. They really let me know. You got an egg on your face. I put them at number two, oh, didn't I? I put behind them the at one, I believe. No, we put I think we both said the and I put them at two. Yep, we both put them at two. Uh, yeah, they shit the bed. I'm the, dropping them out of top ten, in my opinion. They better pick oh, it up. This definitely, next week. definitely. They have to. It's they're going against Sean Watson and DeAndre Hopkins and Kenny Butterfinger okay. Stills. Game one, uh, Thursday night game is Tampa Bay at Carolina Panthers. I'm, uh, I mean, this is a fucking coin flip because they both looked horrible. Um, Carolina's coming off a of thirty to twenty. Yeah, no, they held up their own against the the Rams, the defending Super Bowl. Runner up, but um, I, I'm gonna have to go with the Carolina Panthers just because something's up with with Deshaun or not Deshaun, um, Jameis Winston. Like he is just, I don't know, man. He's all over the place. I just never thought he was good. I always felt like he was way overhyped, and I always argued with both of my cousins over Jameis. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cam Newton's really good for like fantasy wise, but. He didn't have any touchdowns, I believe. I think Chris McCaffrey scored the most of their points. And now he's shown his true colors, and I proved both of them wrong. But yeah, as long as they put pressure on Winston, which their Carolina's defense is good, oh, and I think they will, and they're going to force a lot of turnovers. And well, got, Chris McCaffrey had the Chris McCaffrey show. Had the Chris McCaffrey show. He did. Very well. But do you think that they're going to overuse him this early in the season where he's going to get injured or 
you know, possibly injured or whatever. High Hoffa doesn't. He's pretty versatile, but, you know. I think they can just use him less this game, considering Tampa Bay's secondary looked – they didn't look terrible, but yeah, I, can, I don't know. I completely forgot that Ndamukong Sue went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. He didn't really make much impact. He had a well. He had one pretty good play, but yeah, Vita Vea is pretty good too. That's true. So, so we're both in agreement on on the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers take this one. <sighs> Close game or not? Ah, uh, no. I just hope it's better than last week's uh, thirteen or ten to three final. Oh. Carolina by two scores. You hear that, Mike? Your cousin's actually going for your Panthers. Suck it, Corey. <laughs> well, I have to go against one of my cousins' team. Well, we both actually did. So, okay, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. First game for Buffalo Bills at the New York Giants. I took the Bills in this one. They showed a lot of promise in that game. Giants, like you said, it's the Sanquan Barkley show. And uh, I don't think that the Bills defense is going to let them let him run all over them like he did against the Cowboys. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I think I picked the Bills. I think their defense is good. They might not hold Saquon too far back, but it's just Saquon. Like I, they're not gonna have to worry about it. anybody else. They'll shut the passing game down. Do you still uh, think they have the number one top ranked uh, passing defense? After, yeah, Buffalo. I originally thought it was the Bears and the Jags, and of course the Jags. Oh, I mean, me like wrong. There's a pass rush, and then they got uh, regular all-around defense. Yeah, they got a good regular all-around defense. That'll be interesting. So we both picked the bill. Micah Hyde's still pretty decent. He's still a pretty decent fellow. True. We both went with the Bills. This better not be another (laughs) straight down the line. I swear to God, people, we're we're not cheating. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next game, San Francisco 49ers at Cincinnati Bengals. You already know. I'm taking you You going to go for the Bengals? No. <laughs> yeah, you better. Yeah, Niners got this. They yeah, I'm taking really good. The defense is, yeah, they right. looked really good. Look they good. Running backs sound. look good. Andy Dalton's just going to get pressured. Oh, Bengals played really good, too. It's way more surprising than I thought against the Seahawks. They're going to hold back. Yeah, I they was actually did. I was sweating bullets because I was like, man, week one, survivor pool, going to get knocked out already? Well, this sucks. And they come back and beat them 21-20. Yeah. They, uh... 
Yeah, I mean, it was a good game, but I was sweating bullets because I didn't want to be the first one out of the group freaking knocked out. So they still are AJ Greenless, right? For at least till week four, I believe. They said two to four weeks. So. Yeah, he's sideline. There's no AJ Green threat. John Ross had a great showing this first game, which is just completely unexpected because let's face it, he hasn't made much of a noise throughout his career. Uh, He's just super fast. Yeah. <clears throat> Joe Mixon's good, but Joe Mixon's got a hell of a front seven and try to push through. Definitely. I don't think he's going to make a lot of noise. I think San Francisco takes it. I do too, dude. I'm telling you, 49ers are going to be at least top two in that division. <clears throat> I'm hoping so. I think they will. They're at least a playoff team, at least a wild card. Alrighty, moving on. We have a NFC East rivalry in the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. Cowboys. I mean, Redskins, they fucking had that game won against the Eagles, and they just let them come back and just put a whooping on them. Yeah. How do you do that? I want the Cowboys, too. I want the Cowboys, too. I don't want the Cowboys to win. I'd rather see the Redskins win, but... but hey, Case Keenum looked pretty good. Yeah, he did. He didn't look too bad. And, yeah, their defense led up. Their defense is good, and I don't know where, where they just went wrong. Well, Deshaun Jackson fucking ran... I think he had like 100 and... I can't remember. I think it was like 190-some yards or whatever receiving. Yeah. 32 years old. Uh, Ten years in the Terry McLaurin, the rookie receiver out of Redskins, did pretty well. Yeah, I've seen that also. Yeah, we were watching it at my dad's house. I had I had to pull it up on my phone for him. It's like I never get to see my Redskins play. It's like, well, it's better. Eight for one hundred and fifty-four yards and two touchdowns to Sean Jackson. One hundred fifty-four yards. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, then it must have been Sammy Watkins then for the Chiefs that had 190-some yards. He just needed Carson Wentz over Jameis Winston to bring him back into what? He just needed Carson Wentz oh. to bring him back to shine rather than Jameis Winston. Oh, that's right, that's right. the Bucks last year. Because he's been – how many teams have he been in with? The Eagles? Then he went to the – did he go to the Redskins? And then he went to Tampa Bay and then went back to the Eagles. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Yeah. I think Dallas' defense is too much. Well, and then even freaking uh, old man freaking uh, Witten looked really pretty decent. Wasn't very fast, but dude could score some touchdowns. I I hate to say it. You know, Dak looked good. Fucking... He wasn't making stupid throws, but then again, it's the Giants. So I mean, who's to say? I know it's really it's really hard to go off of that. But it, yeah, it's Dallas like saying like good. the yeah. like the yeah. Ravens or look like world beaters against the Dolphins, and then they go up against a real team, and get their asses handed to them. So I mean, 
I know. I I watched. You ever watched Good Morning um, Football? Is it on the NFL Network or ESPN? I just watched clips. On, I just watched clips on my phone, but I is it all? So it's on YouTube then? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's all on oh, Facebook. Too, well, I don't. No, I don't. I probably will now that um, you mentioned it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that, and they had Nate Burleson on there, and they did his uh, top five power rankings going into week two. And, boy, did he have the Ravens and the Cowboys pretty high. And, like, really, they played against some terrible-ass teams. How do you have them so high? Well, it's you know, the true test is when they get uh... – because I think the Cowboys play the, the Patriots this year, too. We play them week three. Uh, so it's going to be another annihilation. So I'm going to have a Cowboy fucking uh, – I have a Cowboy bet with, with my friend. You remember Eric Johnson? Tall, like, I used to call him Lurch. Well, anyways, I have a, a bet with him. He's a Cowboys fan, and – so I did a profile bet way before, like the even the fucking, uh, before summer even began. I did I did the bet, not knowing that we were going to tank mode this season. So it's like, man, this fucking sucks. I got to fucking use a damn Cowboys uh, profile picture for a whole week. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna. It's gonna be terrible here, but you're gonna keep. Acclimate a lot of number one picks. Well, and that's not what I wanted to say. Like, I, w- I was watching on ESPN, too. Uh, they are NFL Network, I believe. Sorry. They have projected that we're going to go, like, pick four or something like that. They have the fucking Jaguars as the number one pick, and they take Tua, Tula or whatever. No, uh, I don't see that. I'm just saying. Um, and then we got us. I think maybe we may have traded with them and took four or whatever. I don't know how they have it set up, but at the, with the fourth pick, they have us taking that Oregon quarterback, which we wanted last year anyways, for some reason. I don't know. I, I wasn't too impressed with them against Auburn, but um, yeah, Justin Herbert. they wanted him. And then with the seventh pick, AJ Epinesa from Iowa. <laughs> Yeah, or you guys might—you <clears throat> guys could tank a season and a lot of, get you know, just collect a bunch of first rounders, and you guys could trade for a top player and getting all those first round picks too. True. But I mean, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence really isn't looking all that great. Um, for Clemson. Yeah. It's the second game. Well, he looked pretty decent. The second game, the first game, man, he really did not look like a, a Heisman, or not Heisman, but a national champion. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next game. Yeah. We have the L.A. Chargers at the Detroit Lions. L.A. Chargers. I don't – I mean, a, Detroit has a pretty decent defense, but they, they fucking tied with the goddamn Cardinals. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we're in agreement there uh, again, <laughs> again, dude. That's what four in a row, five in a row. <clears throat> well, 
I don't know how the Cardinals pulled it out of their ass in the fourth oh, quarter. The their defense just fucking let them go. They just let up. They played pre, but yeah, they too conservative, and that comes back to bite you in the ass. But it was a good, it was a good game, though. I mean, they got good corners, but yeah, then you just kind of let them. If you're gonna let Arizona do that, you're gonna face a high L.A. Larry Fitzgerald looked like a fucking twenty-two-year-old kid out there. That dude was catching everything come the fourth quarter. Unbelievable. But now you got. Now you got Phillip Rivers, who's a seasoned veteran and good quarterback. You got Eckler, who turned it up week one, he, which he has before with Melvin Gordon being out. Then you got Keaton Allen. I mean, L.A. is pretty good on offense. And defense is good, too. So. Yeah, they're a sound team. They're going to keep that train rolling. Wow, man. This is where we might split our difference this game. We got Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, man. I took the Vikings. There's our difference. You took Packers? Packers. I just, I mean, the way the Vikings played, I mean, obviously it was the Falcons and they were at home. So, I don't know. I'll probably, it was kind of like a corn flip. I, I just, I don't know. Packers always seem to. I know, it's, I know it seems weird because I'm always high on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that was definitely. I thought you're, you know, he's going to be mad, dude. He's not going to put out next time you see him. But you, uh, they're traveling to Green Bay. Well, Green they Bay's have five games at home. At, or five of the next six games at home. And then the season with three home games. That's pretty much what it boiled down to, I think. They play good at home, yeah, and I agree with you there, but I just think um, they just don't have the offensive weapons like they did last year. I mean, with Randall Cobb being gone, he was Mr. Automatic, you know. And... I think they're fine without him. <clears throat> Jimmy Graham turned up, and, of course, Devontae Adams always shows up. And Aaron Jones – did really well. Defense of the Bears, so. Yeah, and the Bears have a much, much better defense than the – well, I don't know. I won't say much, much better than the Vikings, but they're, they're up there. Vikings. They're up there. Vikings are pretty good. Defense. Let's see if we can keep this trend of uh, opposites going. All right. Our first disagreement. So now we have Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. I got the Titans on this one, especially the way they played against the Browns. Yeah, I got them too. I think their defense played really well against Cleveland, considering all the weapons they had. And I think that's just too much for Brissett. Even though they did surprise me and played very well in week one. Brissett, you mean? Brisket. <laughs> <laughs> Shit makes me hungry every time I think about it. Yeah. I got them too. <laughs> All right. Here's another one where we're going to split a difference. Just kidding. You, you'll you be a fool if you take this team. 
Patriots. New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. I took the Patriots, but you know, like like I said before, like we tend to beat them at home, and who knows? Anything, any given Sunday, if if there's ever a time to win a game, this would be the one. Because Brady does not play good in Miami. That heat fucking gets to him so bad. Yeah, but not against this lot. I don't think so. Maybe you don't play this game. Well, like like Bill Belichick said, we're going to take it day by day. So who knows? I guess we'll just see what the commissioner, because the commissioner even said that they might They might put him on uh, commissioner's exempt list until the until the um, investigation is complete. So he may not be able to play. That's why they they had him as number one uh, had him number one jersey because uh, doesn't have a permanent number yet. They don't know if he's going to play or not. So alrighty. Moving on to the next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Baltimore Rating. Ravens. So fuck the say? Patriots, by the way. <laughs> so you said the Baltimore Ravens at the Arizona Cardinals. I'm definitely going for the Ravens. Arizona at Baltimore. So that's in Baltimore. Okay, so yeah, either way, Baltimore is going to destroy them. It's definitely going to destroy I got Baltimore. Fucking game. Mark Ingram, dude, looked like a fucking rookie, badass fucking running back. How about Marquise Brown? I told you Hollywood Brown was going to be I knew he was going to be good. I just didn't think he was going to be that good. He, oh, yeah. Well, it's fucking Antonio Brown's cousin, so kind of figured. Yeah. Yep. At least hopefully he doesn't have the same vocabulary as fucking... Antonio Brown. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, maybe. Yeah, we don't know. I haven't heard him talk. I haven't heard him talk. A whole yeah, lot. me. All right, moving on. This is, should be a pretty decent close game. Uh, got to see it all. Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh man, I I'm basing it off of how they played against the Patriots, so. I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one. It's just tough to – I don't know. It's going to be a tough game either way. It's kind of a coin flip, but I went with the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh played pretty shitty. Seattle always pulls ones out of their asses. I went with Pittsburgh this time. I think they're going to come back. Well, I, <laughs> I don't think they're just going to lie down and take two losses right out of the opener. Especially one at home, so yeah, that's pretty much the the reasoning behind it, I guess. Just because they're at home, it was a close one for me too. It was a matter of coin flip and home field advantage. Well, that makes sense. Mostly home field advantage. <laughs> All right, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Texans gonna roll all over them. Texans in this one. Just I was so disappointed in the Jaguars defense. And you go from that to Tennessee offense to Houston's offense. Houston's offense is much more better. Oh, majorly different. It's night and day difference. 
See, oh, speaking of uh, that offense, you see that Neander Hopkins slam, dude. I can't believe he didn't get ejected for that. <laughs> then they then they ask him about it, and he's like, "What am uh, was I forget what he said? So, I'm not playing flag football or something." <laughs> <laughs> well, because yeah, he intercepted it or whatever, and then Hopkins just freaking slammed him down. But did they call for unnecessary roughness on that play? Or I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think so. Because all the Saints players started swarming them and stuff. Yeah. That was a good freaking game, dude. I have to admit, I, I was telling one of my admins, because she's a Saints fan, uh, I was, like, really impressed. And she was, like, getting tagged, like, every five seconds, it seemed like, in, in like, our uh, – because we run, like, a, a game thread or whatever on our group she was getting tagged like every five minutes like when they were down especially in that 58 seconds when and then they had 36 seconds left to play the game she was getting tagged like oh, i can't believe your team's gonna lose to the texans blah 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 and then all of a sudden they come back and kick the field goal and everybody shut the fuck up it yeah. was hilarious but i mean i get houston's good that wouldn't be a terrible loss and oh, how many openers have the Saints lost like the past three, four years or something like that, haven't they? Season openers. Not very often, do they? Yeah, they've lost the past three or four season openers. Yeah, you know what, you're right. I do remember that. And then they also went with the freaking dual back. Did you see the the quarterback to quarterback touchdown? Yeah. Yep. God, it just that just annoys me. Just like, because I'm not in fan. I don't have a fantasy team this year, but I know damn well if I were able to get a quarterback, I would have picked up Drew Brees. And Jesus freaking Christ, that stuff just annoys me. Every time Hill comes in, I'm just like, well, there's some points that somebody's not going to get. But he well, didn't. Brees threw it to Hill, so that's yeah, right. no, I know. But when they were doing the Wildcat and running Hill, you know, normally he would run it for a distance and possibly get a touchdown out of it. That didn't stop Drew Brees from throwing a bunch of yards and some touchdowns. No, he didn't. Drew Brees is definitely like. And then another thing, like too, I don't want to. I want to try to get back to what we were talking about before. But I was interacting with a few Dolphin fans or whatever. And they were talking shit. And they were saying like Drew Brees would have never had uh, the records if he played for the Dolphins. I mean, he may have. I don't know. I mean, I think he probably would have. I think we probably would have adjusted the fucking offensive line over the years compared to, you know, what it is now. But, I mean, it's who's to say. I mean, who's, I mean, Nick Saban would probably still be our coach. All things, all things line it's up. Hard to, it's hard to say that anybody could be anybody different somewhere else. Just, I Because mean, he played pretty decent when he was, when he was with the Chargers. Well, he had an injury and then they panicked and let him go. Well, then they because they drafted Eli, and then he's like, "Fuck that! I ain't going, I ain't going to Chargers." So, yeah. and then uh, Giants already drafted fucking Philip Rivers, I believe, and then they just swap swap trades. Best decision that they could have ever did for the Giants. The Giants were gonna win those Super Bowls because of their defense, not because of Eli Manning. Well, you have to admit, though, the David Ty- the David Tyree uh, catch and Eli getting out of that sack to win to 
thrown up in the air and, and they have David Tyree catch that on his helmet like that. That's by far one of the best Super Bowls. I even, I mean, it's not the Patriot hater in me that's that's saying this. It's just, in my opinion, that was probably the best Super Bowl of all time when they played that, them. That is most definitely the Patriots hater out of you saying that that was the best Super Bowl of all time. Oh, it has to be. In my opinion. <laughs> Has definitely a picture here. Eighteen and old team coming up against an underdog. Uh, what was it? A f- they were a wild card team. They had to play every game on the road. Had to go and play Brett Favre in Green Bay, one of the coldest games uh, playoff history wise. And went in there and barely beat Brett Favre, and then go to the Super Bowl and then beat an eighteen and old team that was looking unstoppable all season long. Like, and they played, when they played the the Patriots, I think it was like week 16 or 15 or whatever of that same year. Like, I remember it was a hell of a game. It went back and forth. for sure the Patriots hater out of you because of the fact that the Patriots were 18 and now on would have been their Dolphins record if they oh. would have won the Super Bowl. But then they lost. That is definitely the best Super Bowl for you. Hey, take it as you leave it, man. I mean, it's better than a fucking. <laughs> it's better than last season's Super Bowl or any it was other. Pretty good one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, well then, well since we're on that subject, and we'll get right back to our pickums before the damn thing kicks us off. You would to ask me what my favorite Super Bowl is. What your favorite all-time Super Bowl? Not being biased. <clears throat> Because you were alive for the 95 one, so. What would you say? You were around for when Steve Young won in 95, or was it 93? I can't remember. I've been around for three of the five. You were pretty little. Four of the five. But you were pretty little, though. Yeah. I was still little in 95. But. Uh, I don't know. A few years ago, the what was the Pittsburgh Arizona? Oh yeah, that, that was, was a pretty good one. That was a damn good one. Freaking that fumble recovery. Oh man, that was crazy. Yeah, freaking. Uh, I still can't believe they Harrison ran it all the way back from like the three yard line too, because the Kurt Warner was getting ready to to throw a touchdown. Uh yeah, I was rooting for the Cardinals that game. I I was going for the Steelers because I hate the Cardinals, but Kurt Warner, I like Kurt Warner though. I like this story. It was a pretty cool story. Yep. Well, then he had I of being uh, an Iowa boy. Yeah, a good old freaking. So that would that would be your freaking all time favorite Super Bowl? No, I don't know. I haven't really thought about which one's my favorite Super Bowl. Well, I guess that could be for another another it day. Good one. It was a good one. I liked. It was close, but obviously the ones I get the most excited for was when Niners were winning. It, and you know, and that that's also a different. I mean, I'm not it's saying a different feeling when your team's in the Super Bowl. So yeah. Well. I only got to oh, – my team's only been the Super Bowl one time since I've been alive when I was a baby, so. 
And they lost to my Niners. Fuck off. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to become a 49er hater from now on. Fuck the Patriots. You already are a 49er hater. <laughs> no, I respect your team now. Now that I understand. Shit on them every chance you get. Especially when we uh, had that big front office turnaround and complete overhaul. You still there? Hello? You there? Oh, Christ. This is just terrible. Nobody's going to like listen to their shows because COVID cut out so damn much and everything gets booted off. Still says you're connected. Hey, yo. We are back again. Trying this again. Episode two, take one, part two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm leaving my phone on this time. I'm leaving my phone on this time because I shut it off last time. The last uh, first episode that we did, and then I shut it off again this time. And it seems like every time I shut it off, and if it's over an hour long, then it probably just like stops recording or something. So I'm just gonna leave my phone on, drain the battery. I don't give a shit. See what happens. Well, you sound better this time. I always sound good. What the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. All right, so <laughs> we're just blowing up talking about. Super Bowls, but we'll move on to the next game for Sunday, week two. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders. Man, this was actually a coin flip for me. The way that the Raiders played against Denver on fucking Monday night. Man, they looked like a team that they didn't really need in Antonio Brown, to be honest with you. Derek Carr actually looked good. He didn't have any pressure at all on him almost the whole game. Um, But being that as it may, I'm still going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I agree. I want the Chiefs too. Oakland did look really well. They don't need Antonio Brown. You were fucking dead on right. Jacobs is definitely going to be a hell of a good back this season. Yep. He uh, came out pretty well. You called that shit right off the bat. I was really like, I was skeptical at first, but I was after watching him play. Holy shit, that dude is legit, and he's yeah. fresh. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's gonna come out pretty well, and he's gonna he's gonna put it on the Chiefs defense. Oh, for sure. But the Kansas City's got too much of an offense. Uh, Oakland is now down rookie Jonathan Abram. Yeah, I've seen that. That's terrible. He's okay. yeah, he started off really good. He's a hard hitting corner and he's he did very well for his first game and now he's just sidelined. For the whole season. It's Was gonna it clavicle and, and uh something else. Rotator cuff, I think. Labrum. 
labrum and then he tore his rotator rotator cuff or something like that too. Yeah. He had a promising start and then And they were pretty much already had the game won too. So I mean but he's playing hard, you know. Played a way plays. You know. You like that out of a player, but kinda at the same time you don't want him to get hurt like he ended up the bummer. It always sucks when a player get in, gets injured, even if it's like on a rival team or whatever. Like me, as much of a Patriot hater that I am, I wouldn't wish any injury on any of those players. It's just yep. a game, dude. But Oakland looked pretty well, especially against the a Denver defense. Denver defense was like – I was touting them up pretty good. Uh, I didn't have them top ten, but, I mean, they were up there in my opinion. So, I mean – they dropped down to like in the rankings. I think they were 15th, and I think they dropped them down to 25th. Their offense looked terrible. Oh my God. Well, they couldn't give the ball off. Flacco had no protection. And, and they wait. Okay, here's another thing, too. Like, like uh, I have a friend that's a Denver Broncos fan, and he didn't get to watch the game because he was working. And he asked me, he's like, well, how'd they look? Whatever. I was like, well, you had the rookie Noah Fant. He caused like, three freaking penalties that, you know, one took him out of field goal range. Um, he was making a lot of stupid mistakes, a lot of holding calls and stuff on him. Uh, but it's just a rookie, you know. You can't it's a rookie out. mistake. The pressure is pretty high considering it was a first game's a rivalry. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the fact that they waited till the fourth quarter with nine minutes to go to get freaking Emmanuel Sanders in the game. They yeah. waited the whole game. They didn't throw to him at all. What in the heck is up with that? That's the, that's the thing that kind of boggles my mind. Wow. I mean, they weren't – I don't know if they were 100% sure on his, like, status. I know he was, like, looking pretty good in preseason, but he's been injured. So, I don't know. They must have just been conserving him so he just doesn't get injured. Maybe. I don't know. They waited till the end, I guess, but yeah, too late. And that's the thing, you know, I can't really, you know, you can't compare everything that you see uh, for week one. Um, you know, like I had Philip Lindsay, you know, probably eighth ranked fantasy uh, football for, for uh, running backs or whatever. And he just couldn't get nothing going. Like he was getting just throttled. The defensive yeah, line was just good. Yeah, they, he couldn't do nothing. So I, I mean, it's just one game rivalry. Uh, it's hard to tell. You know, you can't really knock him too much. Let's see how the rest of the next few weeks go. If he's still having that same problem, then I'm definitely dropping him out of the top ten. Well, he's gonna have a very hard tough next game to try to bounce back to, which I don't see it coming because it's Chicago at Denver for the next game. Yeah, and I got Chicago winning that one. I got Chicago too. They're definitely bouncing back after that loss against the Packers. They need to get back on the uh, same page on the offense. The offense looked terrible. Mitch Trubisky, they need to do something different. I don't know. He just He's. I don't think he's going to be the the quarterback of the future, in my opinion. Just end up being another Jay Cutler. <laughs> Pretty much, like they 
Oh, the memes are, were pretty funny that night. <laughs> but neither they, you should have utilized David Montgomery more, like we were talking about. Well, yeah, and then they don't. They ran him like five, six times or whatever, and then they would alternate him with other backs, which is fine, you know. But I, I was pretty high on him too, coming in, and I don't know. He's got pretty tough two starts. He didn't look very well against Green Bay. He didn't look bad either. He showed some flash. They didn't utilize him enough. But then he's going to have to go against Denver's. I just don't see him being as good as Josh Jacobs to, you know. Oh, for sure, no. No, definitely not. Wood, Miller, and Chubb. He's a good back. I mean, I can't dog on him too much for being a cycle and running back, but. Yeah, he's good back. Good back. It's just like they, like you said, they don't utilize him to his potential. He's a good, he can catch out of the backfield and yeah. if he plays where he was catching them pretty decently. But I just don't know if they're going to continue to play the way they did against Green Bay, but they need to change something up on that because it's they only going to get worse. Through too many running backs. For sure. I think they just, usually, you know, that's what the preseason is for. You kind of figure out who your fucking key players are. And they yeah. acted like they were playing a preseason game. They had no clue what the hell they were doing on offense. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of teams where you really need to cycle through three to keep them fresh. I mean, yeah, I guess you could keep a lot of running backs fresh, but there that other guy didn't seem very well. Uh, Cohen did pretty decent in Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Chicago takes this one. Definitely, I got Chicago too. All right, now this to me is the game of the week, and it is New Orleans Saints at the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, another major, major coin flip on this one. Uh, they, Saints are looking for revenge. This is nothing but a revenge game from last year's a- a- NFC Championship game. So. Yep. I'm definitely taking the Saints on this one because I think I think they're going to show them, you know, like we should have been the rightful team to play in the Super Bowl last season. I know. And I was thinking of that too, and then the Saints are going to come out strong. It'll be a good game. But it's oh, in yeah. L.A., so I took the Rams. Now, is that going to be the Sunday night game then? That is Sunday, 4.25 p.m. So then, well, it might be on TV then, or I'll just have to stream it. But that would have been, you would have think, because I don't, who's the Monday or who's the Sunday night game then? That'll be the next game that we're going to have a prediction. So we'll just move on and go <clears throat> Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons Sunday night. See, that's a stupid freaking. That's a stupid Sunday night game. They should just switch it with the with the Rams and the Saints. But that's yeah. my opinion. The Rams and Saints should have been either Sunday night or Monday. Oh, 100%, dude. No doubt. Um, of course, they make their schedules, you know, a year in advance, so they don't know for sure. But that that should have been on everybody's calendar. Like, hey, I want to see that game because that's – Why the hell don't they release it until April? Take some to release this shit now. I don't know. They're I don't just know. stupid tickets, damn it. 
Well, and then the fact that they had London games, like I think I'm not a hundred percent, but I think they have the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing their second game in London. What kind of crap is that? A rivalry team, you know, divisional rival playing in London. That's then, in London. Yeah. Really? Because I, I was looking, because you know it's the um, Thursday night game, so I was. I for my group I do the Thursday night uh, king or queen of Thursday night football, and and uh, I was looking up pictures or whatever to use, and then it said uh, October something two thousand nineteen London, so I just kind of assume maybe that's is. Or not. Oh, that's their second game. That's their second game. I said that. I thought you said first game. First, no. I thought you meant like the second no. game. Like- the second game of the season. As oh, the second time they play each other. Yeah, okay. I was like, wow, already? Okay. Don't, don't quote me on that because those would be Saturday game or Sunday morning games, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, because that's something to look into too is when they're traveling out there. Especially for <laughs> fantasy because if you don't get your picks in the night before, you're screwed because they play at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game because it's not really a home field advantage then. No, it's not. So yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, but man, I, I, I thought I'll take the Eagles just because Falcons played like shit. I don't think that they're going to be the team that they were last year. And you were bragging up freaking Julio Jones, and he did not look like a sixty-six million dollar quarter running back or wide receiver. Sorry. You sound like a what? damn every kid. One of these things I'll get I'll get it right. I'm just gonna name them all. Hey. <laughs> hey, I got it right. Who gives a shit? Third turn third, uh, third time's a charm, so I mean but really, can you really you went against Minnesota. Their defense is good. Well, Eagles Offense is a hell of a lot more high powered than the fucking Vikings was. Yeah, but I I can see Julio putting it on the Eagles. In Atlanta. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. Well, I still pick the Eagles. So I mean, he had six receptions for thirty-one yards and a touchdown. That's not bad. Well, true, but. I, I just have to go with my gut feeling, and I think the Eagles are going to beat them. I went with the Eagles, too, but I think Julio will still put it on the Eagles. As long as they get some pre- uh, you know, get some protection for Matt Ryan, because he, just... was, he was getting dropped a lot in that game. Yeah. I didn't see a whole lot of good play out of Atlanta's defense, either. Which is shocking, because they had Adrian Claiborne again, so. But yeah. he's getting up there in age. Pretty good defense before us. Yeah, that was weird. All right. Monday night. Cleveland versus the Jets. Jets. What a fucking shit show, right? Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Every time you go take a shit, you're going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. So that's who I picked. I picked the Jets. Holy shit. We went against each other three times in this this one, I believe. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe it's hard for me to tell now, but I I don't know. Maybe I th- I think maybe the Jets defense I think might be better in Tennessee's. Really? Don't you think? I think they picked up a lot of good players. I mean, I'm not doubting it, but it's just I base it off of coaching. And Adam Gase, I mean Gase is not a defensive coach though. Well, I understand that, but it's just his mentality is like we'll get up by a little bit and then we'll just play conservative. Like he doesn't ever want to put put the pedal to the metal and just go. Yeah. I don't think they'll lose all of the games because of Adam Gase, but yeah. If they don't do very well, it is because of Adam Gase. And remember oh, me telling you about this? When he was a Dolphins coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Told yeah, you. and I defended him, but it's just, you know, you got to defend your coach. It's kind of hard to go against I do not defend all my coaches. It's okay to not like a certain player that comes to your team or a certain coach that comes to your team. There is no way I was defending Chip Kelly. Oh, no, no. Uh, God, who was that guy? That was there for a brief period of time. Anyways, I wanted I wanted Dan Campbell, you know, before Adam Gase took over. Because Dan Campbell, I mean, he was a monster of a man. You know, he used to be a uh, tight end, I believe, and then he went to the Saints. I think he's still there. But it's just like, dude is a badass. I mean, just muscle bound, like talk like a man. You know, that dude freaking, he had some bass in his freaking voice and they looked up to him. Everybody wanted him. And then fucking, of course, our management just shit the bed on that and let him go. Jim Tom Sula was his name. That's who I was thinking of. Jim Tom Sula. Yeah, that's a nobody either. Never gonna defend that guy. He's a terrible coach. Don't even know him. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that for sure. He's the defensive line coach before they promoted him the head coach. My Miami's had so many turnovers for for uh, coaches. It's hard to keep them all on track. I mean, Jimmy Johnson screwed us after like he. Didn't want to start Dan Marino and wanted to go with the younger guy and and uh, was it Feely or whatever or Fielder? Yeah, Fielder. It just I don't know. Our our management has been piss poor since Marino and Chula left, so I don't really have that high expectations like a lot of people do. All right, yeah. <clears throat> so that's the end of the week two pickums. So I guess let's move on to who Pepsi nominated as rookie of the weeks. And I want to see who you think. Here's the list Kyler Murray from Arizona. He passed for 324 yards, two touchdowns, and then led the 18 point. Fourth quarter comeback to tie Detroit. So there's one. The second one is TJ Yeah, I'm getting there. Let me let me list off the names. 
Gardner Minshew, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Rookie who came in after old Big Dick Nick fell to the ground and completed 22 of 25. Highest passer rating in an NFL debut in history. That's pretty legit. Marquise Brown for the Baltimore Ravens. He had 147 yards on four receptions and two touchdowns. He became the first player in NFL history with two touchdown receptions of at least 40 yards in an NFL debut. Unreal. Next, who I'm sure you're going to go for because you already blammed it out before I could read out the names. TJ Hawkinson. 131 receiving yards and six catches and a touchdown. And he has the most receiving yards by 10 in tight end and NFL debut league history. Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver for the Redskins recorded five receptions, 125 yards and a touchdown. Okay. I named him off. We already know who you went with. Well, no, I'm, I mean, it, it's between Marquise Brown and TJ Hawkinson for me, but I'm sure they'll go for quarterback because they got to, Build up their freaking courage. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pick TJ Hawkinson. I voted for him. I voted for TJ Hawkinson too, but I'm just saying it's probably going to come down to to Brown and him. I bet people are going to pick Kyler Murray just because Kyler Murray is a name that they made a big deal about. Oh, yeah. Well, the only thing is, like, the only people they're going to have voting for him is Oklahoma Sooner fans. And Cardinal fans, so not very many people are going to vote for him. <laughs> nah, I think he'll get a lot of votes. Think so? I guess I went with homebody, but Hawkinson. But man, when you make, I don't know. There's so many r- rookie debuts that broke in league history by these guys. It's it's crazy. Well, no fan could probably get the. The um, penalty champ of the week. <laughs> I knew Hawkinson was going to be good, but he turned it up on the first game. That's I like that. That's pretty badass. Oh yeah, it is. I was also hoping that either one of our, both, at least one of our teams would have been able to pick them up for tight ends. I know. Although we loaded it. So. Could you imagine San Francisco having two Iowa badass tight ends? Like, but I, would they do a two two, uh, two tight end set though for your team though? Yeah, they do it all the time. That'd be tough though. They'll let they'll let one of do a block. Kittle sometimes will hit a block and then run out. He does a lot. He does that a lot. He'll hit a block and run out and then catch the ball. And, on that field with yards after that catch like no other. That's like Jason Witten. He he did a fake or whatever. Like he faked the run because I ended up watching the Cowboys game because that was the only thing that was on until I was waiting for the stupid Patriots-Steelers game. And he faked, the, faked it like it, they were going to run the ball, blocked him, and then ran to the right. Nobody was even fucking defending him. It's like, Jesus, how how wide open can a guy get? 
I didn't watch that game at all. I watched it until I realized like a lot of the other games were close, so then I just started streaming them on my phone. Usually, I uh, I watch a lot of Red Zone just because I like to keep an eye on my fantasy players. And then I watch the 49ers game. Obviously, I got to watch that all the way through. And then I ended up uh, watching the Saints-Texans, and then I watched both Monday night games. Well, Saints-Texans was a Monday night game too, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to say that. <laughs> Weird, though, to have two back-to-back Monday night games. That would kind of screw me because – I didn't get to. I mean, I stayed up and watched the whole game, and I really paid for it because I had to get up the next morning at six and or before six. And my appointment was at eight o'clock, so it sucked. The whole day sucked. I'm on overnights now, so it was good for me. Yeah, I mean, it'd be okay for you if you're up that late anyway. So, yep. Your your schedule's weird. It's good. you like three days on two days off two days on three days off what two on two off three on two off and then three off so i work every other weekend three-day weekend you either work three days or you're off three days all trance so it's a friday saturday sunday off type weekends or they do it like monday is also part of it that's friday saturday sunday Okay, because I knew like sometimes where I used to work, it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was weird. But it was rotating shifts, so I never got a straight shift. That's what sucked. Well, um, mine's rotating, but not rotating my gears. From days to nights? Yep. You go days and nights then? Yeah, I've been doing that. And I always thought that you were on just straight graveyards. Nah, I thought you knew. I had no clue. So that kind of changes a few of our shows that when you go on days. Well, I could still do them at night, I guess. We'll just, we'll just do it on my day off instead of the, having to work the next day. I'll have to plan it because, like I said, I'm usually pretty wide open when it comes to uh, certain well, I usually have an appointment every Tuesday morning. That's my downfall. Probably try a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night because yeah. obviously we got to get this in before the Thursday night football. Exactly. End of the week with Monday night games. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, an, it's, I think to me, it's going to be a pretty exciting season. Even though the Dolphins are going to be trash, I just think that it's going to be a learning curve for both of our teams in a sense because you're really going to find out who your true players are, who your number ones really are. Um, how did uh, Kittle look like – or how did Kittle look for the 49ers? I didn't get to see anything on him. Well, stats-wise, I mean, people thought he was quiet because stats-wise, but – the fact that he had two touchdowns called back because of penalties. Oh, fuck. 49ers definitely need to clean up their penalties on both sides of the ball. It looked – it was a shit show. Like, if there wasn't so many penalties, we would have that scoreboard ran up a lot further than what it was. What was the ending? Was it 27 to 
17 or something like that? 31 to 17. 31 to 17, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, when you got two, you know, pick sixes, that was also a thing of beauty, too. Yeah. Those are, those are pretty good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> what did, uh, so did you give your uh, your cousin his profile picture then? I did. And you know how those profile pictures freaking crap shit out. So oh, yeah. see what it said. You should have asked me to do it, dude. I can fucking I can create a meme that has it curved so it will go all the way around. Oh but man, yeah, I should have done that then. I didn't even think about it doing that when I made it. It's okay. Well now next time if you if you because uh, I have this app that you can use, I can just send you the link to it. It's not really an app, it's just like a website. It's like for um lettering and stuff like that and you can adjust it and you can curve it and stuff to where it will go all the way around a picture and stuff. Yeah, we never used to have this damn curved profile pics. Yeah, uh, or or it would be on the side like oh, over to the left side or whatever so then you could actually see what your uh, background picture is and now you can tell what the hell your background picture is because you got the damn thing right in the fucking center. Right stupid but yeah I, I thought that was pretty funny though I mean I didn't get to see exactly what it said but I, I had a good laugh at it does he have, a, have to hold that for a week or yeah it said uh, I kind of stole the meme uh, the phrasing from somebody else but I put it on that picture and it was <laughs> and I put uh, there was a lot of sucking today but it was consensual <laughs> oh that's good that's a good one. Oh man well then oh, it looked like you're uh, looked like he already had one set up for Mike that I seen it was a, a wet panther and like a boat the ship or whatever in the background or whatever and that was going to be his profile picture I don't think it's going to come with the shit because it's too well, he sent my. He was gonna show him. He's like, "This is what was gonna be yours," and it was. What's uh, the post office and the 49ers have in common that both can't deliver on Sundays? It's like. Oh. You kind of cut out on that one, but I didn't hear you at the end. That's kind of funny, but it's old though. It's like, yeah. Let's get some new material, buddy. <laughs> well, they're living in the '90s. What can you say? <laughs> or early 2000 I should say yeah this is going to be a definitely definitely of, of yeah finding of who they are this year uh, year three everybody's got to get it under we got to to me we're going to figure out if Jimmy G's the real deal or not uh, this season uh, he did not look bad but he done some Kind of terrible throws. Uh, mostly one where he threw the pick six right away. And I have to be completely honest with you. Like, this was the first Miami Dolphins game uh, that I did not watch in, in the entirety. Um, I didn't want to – I didn't give up on the game. It was just like I was driving and then I didn't have service or whatever. So I wasn't going to drive and watch the game <laughs> cause an accident or anything like that. 
Well, everybody's like, oh, Fitz Magic didn't bring the magic. And it's like, well, who the hell is he supposed to give it to? They have no receivers. Well, we have Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant and, and uh, Preston Williams and uh, Mike Gusecki for tight end. So, but we have players. It's just like. It's not that top tier players, though. Oh, we don't have stars, but like I don't know. I mean, they're trying to say like, oh, they're gonna be try to they're gonna try to be like the Patriots and have like no names and turn them into stars and stuff. But I don't, I think, don't that- think it's because that they're stocking all these first round picks, they're stocking up on them. They're building something. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be a lot of painful couple of years, and then. Maybe year three we'll start seeing a turnaround. I don't know. I think now that they're going to start seeing uh, owners realizing that they, if they hire a head coach and they're in a, a predicament where they're turn, they have to turn a team around to give them that chance to actually turn them around instead of like, yeah, no, you, our goal is to tank, but we're going to fire you because you had a pretty shitty record. Exactly. You know, that's what I hate about a lot of these owners. They want results the first year or whatever. That's just not how it works in the NFL. You know, you have to have time to be able to, to get your team together. And they say that it takes at least five years for a, for a coach to actually have everybody in place and everybody on the same page. I mean, that sounds like forever in NFL years, but realistically that's what it takes I mean how many coaches do you see Bill Palachuk going through on the every season or whatever I mean there's probably what three coaches that he's lost in the last uh, that's 10 years that are now head coaches of the NFL yeah so I mean yeah he leaves he's gonna have that one numb nuts that took over the Broncos and then got caught cheating doing something. I, I think as a owner, and I guess you want to see results, but I think if I was an owner, the thing that I would think is if the thing that you'd think about is, is he turning around my roster? Is it a rebuild? Are we rebuilding from scratch? Yes, he needs more time, but if he's coming in and we got great players already, and they gel them together, they play well. And if you're not producing results like that, when you already got good players in place, I mean, maybe a season or two. I'd give them a, couple, a season or two. But yeah, I'd want results too. Like that. But it's just like you have to convince the fan base that you're not tanking. Well, they pretty much waited till the last minute um, before they ended up, you know, giving away. Well, I mean, we got the better end of the deal for future wise um, with Larry Tunsil and, and Kenny Stills being traded. Um, but it's just like they waited till the very last minute before they revealed what they were going to do because they wanted to get season ticket holders to come in and buy up their tickets and stuff and and uh, try to get that money doing that way. And that's kind of shady because it's like it's it's a disrespect to the fan base when you know deep down that you're going to be tanking this year, but you're just going to sucker them in, like say, oh, no, we're not going to tank. And then sure as shit, they're tanking. And 
who wants to go to a game when you know they're going to get their asses whipped 59 to 10? What fun you, is that? But you need to make money, though. You can't just have fans not come a season because you're tanking and not well, make I mean, money. They're going to run into that situation because, I mean, if I lived in Miami, I would go to every game just because, you know, that's my team. But um, there's a lot of fans that are just like saying, fuck it, you know, they sell their season tickets or they'll or they want reimbursed or whatever and and not go, but I don't know. I mean, you have to support them. I mean, they need to make money. They can't have no fans show. Because, like, if you're going to tank one season, right, say your fans don't show up because, like, hey, we're not going to – we're fucking tanking. But you go in the following year after getting all those guys, like, who's to say that you're going to do better that year? You still need time to gel. Exactly. You're not going to show up year two, and then you just eventually not show up to any games at all. And then lose the team. That'd be yeah. my luck. I know. It's it's just, it's, it sucks, but, I mean, if San Francisco isn't so damn far away, or Santa Clara now, like I would have went to this 49ers game, even the third tanking years. Exactly. And, you know, and I'm I'm diehard as as it is. You know how I'm laying here wearing my dolphin jersey, not jersey, but a dolphin shirt right now. You know, I'm I'm always repping their, my team, but um, it's just like as a fan, it's just like kind of like a slap in the face. But um, you know, I, I live a lot of these fans. I don't think they lived through the one in fifteen season of two thousand eight or nine. So I mean, it's just like. They they have a short term memory, yeah. Had back then, so. I mean, a lot. I mean, I like to see wins, but some losses come. But there's like I don't know. There's not enough fans that are in the middle. I'd say like me and you. You either got fans that just are so I'm not gonna watch it because we're losing. We suck. They're done. And then you got the fans that are just fucking yes fans about everything. Hey, the 49ers drafted a really terrible player, a real shit guy. Everybody knows he's shit. He's been cut from every team. But then everybody's like, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. He's a great – he could be somebody. You got to have faith. Why do you have to be negative? <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, I want to say shit. As a fan, I should be able to say shit. Like, I want my team to win. I want my team to do better choices. Like, like wow. You're not – what are you, a couch coach? Arm – or was it a uh, armchair quarterback or some shit like that? Yeah, and it's just like, well, you're going to say shit. I want my team to be good. I don't want just to be a yes man and say everybody that comes in is going to be great. Yeah, way to make terrible fucking decisions, you know? As a true fan that loves their team, I think you should be in the middle. You don't want to – I'm not going to abandon my team. But I'm not going to not say, hey, that was dumb if I think it's dumb. Exactly. You're a true fan. You know, I mean, you have displeasures on, on everything. You should at least have an opinion on, on certain things. Like, yeah. You know, I, I know my Dolphins are going to be bad this year, but I'm always going to watch them every Sunday, painful or not. I mean, I'll watch it all the way to the end as long as I'm not, like, have shit going on or whatever. But it just – it is what it is. You know, you have to support your team. And if you don't support your team, you know, it's like I always say, you know, like all these fans that are like burning their fucking jerseys because, oh, we're tanking. We're going to suck. I'm, I fuck the Dolphins or whatever. 
I got videos of like at least 15 people that have burned their fucking jerseys and their hats and whatever else kind of merchandise that they had. That that doesn't do nothing to the team because you already bought that shit. You're just fucking destroying money that you're just burning money pretty much. And you're just wasting your fucking money. Same thing for the people destroying the Antonio Brown jerseys that were Raider fans. Because you know, they were jerseys for that's, that's I mean they might have been the knockoff uh, Chinese fucking brand that are like thirty bucks or whatever, but still that's thirty bucks that you just fucking spent and fucking burned. What's the fucking yeah. point of getting? Yeah, and I think the fans that are just like pissed off of the tanking season and now I mean I like winning too, and I'm gonna voice my opinion too. Everybody should have an opinion, but a lot of the opinions from those people are just like. I feel like they're just bandwagon jumpers. They just they live on the hype. And then they like to say that since they had that huge hype in the offseason, oh, well, I was here in the offseason, you know. I've been here the whole time. But then when they don't do good because the hype surrounding them is too much hype, then they're like, oh, I'm going to jump shit. And that's exactly what I said too, you know, like with when it comes to Patriot fans, you know, like, I only know just the one Patriot fan since I was younger, and that was Tierre. And uh, he was kind of a dick, you know. Like, that's one reason why I didn't like the Patriots, because he's such a smartass. They always talk shit on my Dolphins every chance that I get. But he was like, he did it in a kidding manner, you know. Like, it, it's nothing like it is today um, where they're fucking, not him, but just like just the fan base alone they just expect to win. Like, no matter what, they're going to win. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, like, oh, Tom Brady broke his leg. It doesn't matter. We're going to win. You know, like, they don't think comprehensively, you know, like the next man up mentality, which, you know, they got great players and they do fucking win a lot of games. I ain't going to fucking hold that against them. But it's just like, I don't think these fans are prepared because there's a lot of fans that were fucking born in – 99 2000 that are you know going on almost 18 years old now and that's all they know their whole fucking life is win 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 six time super bowl champions that's all they fucking know how are they going to be able to handle going 40 fucking years without a championship yeah that's really going to test their fucking uh loyalty to these teams and a lot of them, it's going to be a culture shock, and they're going to be like, fuck this, I can't handle it, I'm going to the next best thing, because they can't stand being a loser. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, going off that, like, the 49ers were a huge dynasty in the 80s, and then they won another one in 95. 95 was the last time they won. We went again, but I've seen a lot of good seasons, and I've seen a lot of terrible seasons, yeah, and I was like I said, like I said in the in a previous uh, podcast that never got aired. You know, I was rooting so fucking hardcore for your 49ers. and that's what I was trying to get to when we were talking about favorite Super Bowls and stuff. Um, it was just kind of ironic, wasn't it, that like the Ravens were kicking the shit out of the 49ers and then the power goes out. Well, half the side of the power went out in the in fucking the Superdome, wasn't it, in New Orleans? Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, 49ers just come back like a fucking, like, once that light switch hit, man, they were fucking on it. It's just like, man, this is fucking weird. 
like because like the momentum shifted completely just because of a power outage. Because yeah. the Ravens just scored a touchdown right before that power outage, and then they were down for like thirty minutes almost or better, and then they come back and fuck a Forty ers just went out there and rolled on their asses. It was good. It was good. I like the comeback, but it was just more frustrating for me watching the Niners get piss pounded for the first fucking forever. Well, well, yeah, and there was like it, it had glimpses of that Ravens uh, Giants Super Bowl of two thousand when they just piss pounded. I think it was like fifty five to ten or some shit like that, and it was just fucking super boring. You know, like no, I remember playing cards the whole fucking game because the game was not interesting at all. It was so fucking boring. Yeah. That's, that's bad for the NFL. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Just like last year's Super Bowl. That was terrible. It was one of the lowest rated Super Bowls uh, of the 2000s because nobody, well, for one, a lot of people didn't want to watch it just because the Patriots are in it, you know, and, and people are getting tired of it. Who wants to fucking watch them play? It's boring. They don't fucking, they play good all fucking season. Oh, they put fucking 30, 40 points on fucking the Steelers last Sunday. Um, but they get to the Super Bowl and they score a touchdown. Oh my God, it's so big deal. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty boring Super Bowl. But then you got the, you got the fans are like, oh, but it's a defensive game. It's like, you know, that's like watching a pitcher's duel in fucking baseball. It's like, you're not there just to watch somebody throw a ball. You're there to fucking watch somebody knock it out of the fucking park. I know. Yeah, I can understand the defensive part and liking defense. But, yeah, nobody wants to – not in the Super Bowl, not in the big dance. You want to see some they offensive, yeah, they amazing plays. They don't want to see three and outs every fucking down, every every possession, uh, run, run, pass, incomplete, fucking punt. Oh, boy, this is so exciting. You want to see a of a, a weird ass trick play, or uh, that's a flea flick flicker of uh, Nick Foles getting the catch for a touchdown. That was, that was amazing. That you want was to see shit like that. That's cool. Yeah, stuff like that, you know, and you, that's the, that's what keeps the game a lot more exciting, you know. And I still to this day is still sick to my stomach when they when the Falcons went up twenty eight to three, and then let them come back to beat them in overtime. Uh, no, that's crazy. That was a crazy Super Bowl. I definitely wouldn't call that the greatest because, for one, the Patriots won, but it's just, it was just like the Falcons forgot to play how to play, like run the fucking ball. Why the hell are you throwing? You're stopping the clock. You're giving them time. Why the fuck are you running the ball? Or why are the fuck are you throwing the ball? Run that shit. Even if you don't get a first down, you're fucking chewing up that clock and you're still fucking three touchdowns ahead of them. Why the fuck are you throwing the ball? It didn't make any sense. Yeah. It's almost like it was a setup. And it's it just like, I don't know. And like you said, too, Shanahan was there at the time. But, man, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get that either, and that kind of sets him on the back of my head, too. It's like, what the hell was he thinking? Was it totally his offensive call? Because he was the offensive coordinator, but does Dan Quinn override him and tell him to do that? Like, I don't know who's who, who's to blame. It's just it's things that make you go, uh, what the fuck, you know? 
there's a lot of them. There's a lot of those kind of games that that happen where it's just kind of like, what the fuck happened? Can you, can you, uh, I don't know how the hell you did it last time, but how did you combine the two together? It did cut out though. It just, when I uploaded it, it combined it together. And I just, you could take parts of episodes and put it into, into one. Huh. But you could hear the pause when it like yeah. cut out. Oh, like, cause I, when I was, I watched the, or listened to the, the podcast, when I, like I said, I was driving over to my dad's house, I was listening to it and I just started cracking up laughing and my daughter was just like, what is, what is so funny? Cause all you could hear is like, hello, hello. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you were talking about, where the hell are you? What are you doing monkey or whatever? Like some, it just kept talking. And it was just the funniest shit ever. And then it's then it's like you come back and it's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was dying, man. And people were looking at me funny because we were going through Dunkin' Donuts because Chloe just loves coffee and freaking going through Dunkin' Donuts and I was laughing my ass off because I was just listening to what we were saying and stuff and it was just cracking me up. People were looking funny. at me funny. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can record. Uh, hundreds of different clips and just put it all into one episode. It's crazy. Huh. I didn't know that because I guess I didn't really mess around with it too much. I don't really... I've been trying to let you do it so that you get a little more experience with it so that way... So we don't lose episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because that's pretty cool. Though well, I'm, I'm glad that... Because that way, all we need you to do, though, now is to create your own um commercial for for anchor and then yeah, you can start getting paid for this shit yeah that's what i was going to start doing because then all you have to do is you'll play the uh play it in the beginning and then if we have another issue like we did today uh then you have to like add it to the next episode or whatever you can put it in the middle like be like a pause and then have another commercial so then you get double the the amount of commercials in your podcast and that gives you more more uh, money. I'm yeah. up thirteen cent or fifteen cents now. So <laughs> I was gonna record it and then never got around to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that tonight. Might as well, dude. I mean, and then that's another thing cool too that you could uh, add background music to it. Like I just did "Bullet for My Valentine," uh, "Your Betrayal." Like I like the beginning tone to it. You know, like the fucking drums and the guitar. Yeah. No. no singing or anything so it worked out perfect but this has to be at least 30 seconds long I think you can get it dude be good. yeah so do you want to do some projections on uh, college football games college pickums alright yes let's move on to that that sounds great to me Means we got off weight up subject. <laughs> yeah. See, you now it's weird is when I you do the pickums on uh, ESPN. There's they only do a couple games. You don't pick a whole lot, which I I can understand because there's a shitload of college games. But well, you, you would think, think that five or at least rival games. 
You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Okay, you had me scared there for a second. I'm gonna say okay. my sc- I keep keep touching my screen, just moving it around a little bit, just so that I know that I ain't gonna shut off. Yeah, it's gone quiet. All right. So how many do you want to do? Well, let's at least try to do the top twenty-five teams. See what they got for for games. Because I know they'll play one. I think they play one on Thursday and Friday. Which I'll probably end up watching the Thursday one because I don't think that the Panthers Buccaneers game is going to be worth a shit. Yeah, there's there's a few uh, Thursday games, uh, but the only one that is has top twenty is the twentieth ranked Washington State versus Houston. Oh, you know Houston they played pretty decent against Oklahoma, but man, Washington State they they're a team that. I mean, they well, they beat the Cyclones last year. I don't think they have that quarterback anymore. I think he he went to the NFL, I believe. Having a brain fart, what his name was, but he was really good good quarterback. I'm about to go with Washington State on this one, though. I just think Houston just can't. uh, They just can't handle a high paced uh, offense. Um. I'm trying to pull up my uh, college pickups. And you have that through ESPN? Yeah. Well, I got a list of on the Google, too. So I'm just trying to get on my damn college pickups. I feel like that was one of the games that was on there. Huh? So the goddamn college pickups. I don't know. It's just taking so damn long to pull up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this season, I mean, I can't believe it's already going to be week three of college football. Yeah. It's like it just starts and then it's already fucking halfway done. Well, not really halfway, but it's week six will be halfway. But it's just like it sucks because it takes so long for the season to begin. And it's like that whole long off season where you're just sitting there waiting for goddamn football to start back up. And then when it's here, it is gone in a flash. Like this Friday's homecoming already for my daughter's team. And uh, I just, it's just hard to believe that it's already, already homecoming. Why can't I find it? All right, whatever. I think I picked Houston to win. And they're at Houston then? Yeah. Okay. That'd be, that'd probably be the only benefit that they have in that game being home field. So but I still I think Washington State will, will show up pretty good. I didn't really see a whole lot of uh good out of Houston when they played against Oklahoma, but then again, Jalen Hurts was just running all over that fucking team. Yeah, he played pretty well. That's what I was trying to think too, like I mean, Justin Herbert, I mean, he's a good quarterback, but, man, he didn't show very well, show up very good for for Oregon uh, against Auburn. I mean, he, I don't know. That freaking Bo whatever his last name is for Auburn, because they named him after Bo Jackson, and he's like a huge Cam Newton fan growing up too, so that's why he wanted oh, to go to Auburn. Yeah. That kid, I think he's going to be something special. Yeah, they had the pick of him 
when uh, the Auburn one was Cam. He's like one of the fans in the crowd. Yeah, that's freaking nuts. He was a little kid. And now he's one of the he's a starting quarterback for true freshman, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we'll go ahead and go to the next game. Number three ranked Georgia versus Arkansas State. Oh, in- Georgia's Georgia. Fromm is gonna freaking light it up. I don't think he's gonna be I mean, a lot of people are, are wanting like the Dolphins to go after him, but I, I suggest that to you too. It's just hard to predict because you know Matt Stafford's like the last good Georgia quarterback, and he hasn't really. I mean, he's good, but he's a tough motherfucker. But mm-hmm. um, he's just not. He's not the same that he used to be when he first come out of there. Yeah, Stafford ain't bad. Fromm's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be a good NFL quarterback. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's what sucks because you just nobody's guaranteed to be quarterback ready. Like when you saw Andrew Luck when he played for Stanford, you pretty much knew that he was going to be a good NFL quarterback, and he and he was until he just he just got injured too much, and that was all on front office not protecting him. You know they waited way too long to to get him help on oh, offense, and they cut his. I mean he should be playing until he's almost forty. You know, 29 years old, he's still a young kid. Yeah. But he's smart. He got out of it before he was crippled and never be able to walk or whatever. All right. The next rank. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to go to the next one. (laughs) We've already said what we had to say about Andrew Luck. Yeah, but still, it's interesting. Um, Penn State, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah, Penn State. I should say. Oh, Penn State. Well, they didn't look very good at their game. Um, I can't remember who the hell they played against in their first or second game, I believe. Um, they didn't really look very good, but I, I still don't think Pittsburgh is going to be able to go into Penn State and, and win. No, I don't think so either. I think Penn State ranked like eighth or, or what did you say? 13th. 13th. I didn't say it, but. I didn't say, but yeah. Well, they were they were like top five or top ten or whatever. Well, they didn't have a strong enough showing. Nope. <laughs> Michigan looked bad too. So, all right, we got the sixth rank Ohio State going to Indiana. Oh, Ohio State's gonna fucking slaughter them. Yep. I agree. They they definitely will. That's so crazy. They Urban Meyer retires, and then like they had their top one or top quarterback go on the NFL draft and Hawkins or whatever, and then they have this new quarterback, and he's just freaking going running all over the place and throwing everywhere. It's nuts how how fast they turn these quarterbacks over. Yeah. Um, well, it's Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Clemson have a really good turnover rate for quarterbacks. Well, they can recruit. Like, they want to go, hey, why don't you come to Clemson? We're, like, the only team that beats Alabama. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good sell. I, I mean. Yeah, exactly. 
but they don't really play high caliber teams throughout the season. So, I mean, the only real team that they play is against is either Alabama or Clemson, or I mean, Clemson and Georgia or whatever in the playoffs. All right. Uh, 21st ranked Maryland at Temple. You know, Maryland's really impressed me the last two weeks. I mean, they put up, what was it? Damn near 70 points on one team. And then they played, who was the other team that they just played that was actually a pretty decent team? And they put up like 40 some points on them. Or better. I can't remember who they played last week. But I'm definitely thinking Maryland on that one. Maryland went and smoked Howard 79 to 0. That was their first game. What was and, the second? And then the second one, they smoked Syracuse 63 to 0. Syracuse was ranked 21. That's what, that's what brought. Because that's what game day was going to go to, was going to go to the Clemson versus Syracuse game for game day. But then Syracuse got smoked, so then they decided to go to, to Ames instead. I think Syracuse was just way too fucking Overconfident. overrated. I don't think they should have been in the top 25 anyways. No. Well, they played good last season, but it's like they say, you know, the first couple weeks, you're basing it off of what you did last season. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Maryland's definitely going to take Temple. A lot of these are just the top 25 going against some non-very strong opponents. So we got New Mexico at the seventh-ranked Notre Dame. Let's see. Notre Dame, they played pretty decent against – they play against oh man I had to bring for um Louisville I believe this last last week or last Monday um Louisville played really good in that game too so it was a shootout all the way till like the third late late third quarter so I mean Notre Dame's gonna win it but they're not gonna be like a, a playoff contender this year I think they're gonna at least lose two two games this season just because they they really struggle and then Louisville was not like a cal- high caliber team this year too. So yeah, and I feel like New Mexico is worse than them. Oh yeah, oh, so yeah definitely, definitely going to win. But yeah, I agree. I, I think Notre Dame is just not going to be a playoff team. And what were they ranked? Seven. Wow, they still kept them. They were fifth last week, so they did drop down two spots. All right, so we got. The number two, Alabama at South Carolina. That's actually going to be a pretty decent game, but Alabama is just too much for for uh, South Carolina to compete against them. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be a decent game. I think they're just going to annihilate South Carolina. But it's in South Carolina, correct? Or is it yes. in Alabama? No, it's in South Carolina. So, I mean – Home field advantage, it does have its advantages sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm still saying Alabama's going to smoke them, but I, I hope it's at least 20-point spread maybe. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the 24th ranked USC Trojans at BYU. Uh, man, BYU, they played Utah. They played them tough, but uh, they didn't – they couldn't pull that one off. So I'm going to have to go with USC on that one because USC showed up pretty good the last game that they played. They put a whooping on – what was it, UCLA? Yeah. So uh, and Kelly sucks anyway. So yeah, at BYU, we be blah, BYU isn't normally a not bad team. They're pretty no. pretty decent. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but a bunch I of Mormons think, are pretty decent. I think USC is gonna win. Yeah, I do. USC starting to come back around. I mean, they're not the team that they used to be, but oh, it wasn't UCLA. They went. Uh, USC played Fresno State and Stanford. Oh, yeah, Stanford. That was a shocker. That's right. That's who they played. Because, um, well, I know USC or UCLA already, they lost their second game or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a shocker. I wasn't expecting them to, to lose or to beat Stanford that, that promising-wise. Yeah, that bad, yeah. Stanford's usually a pretty good team, too. Yeah, they are. Okay, now here's UCF 17th ranked at home versus Stanford. Damn. Well, UCF, I mean, that just goes to show you that it wasn't uh, Scott Frost that uh, kept that team winning because as soon as he left, they were still winning. So I- I'm going to go with UCF on this one. I hate Stanford, so you hate Stanford? Well, ever since they when they uh were mocking farmers and stuff when they were doing the halftime show. Yeah. When we played them a few years ago in the Rolls Bowl, they were talking shit on farmers and calling us a bunch of hicks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. They're just a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, they are. I think Stanford pulls it out. I don't think UCF has faced any tough teams. Stanford's – But UCF plays in Florida. That's that fucking humidity. I mean, I know you're like, yeah, it's a shit, but that does take its toll on a lot of players, and it's, it's you know, hard to, to deal with. A lot of teams, like I know when they come play in Miami and stuff, they'll, like, just hang out in saunas for, like, weeks on end just to prepare for the heat. Yeah, that's what the Niners did for Tampa Bay. But you have to. I mean, that humidity is just so hard to breathe in. I mean, it, you know, we're living up here in Iowa. People are like, oh, you don't know heat. Well, it gets fucking humid. That fucking, the cornfields, they release a lot of moisture in the air, and it does get humid. It's pretty humid and super cold. Oh, yeah, super cold, too. I'd, I'll take the cold over the heat any day. My body can't handle that heat. I'd rather have heat. Fuck that cold. But that's the thing, though. You're, you're a lot skinnier than me, and I have no sweat glands in my legs since I'm part pig skin, so. <laughs> you probably didn't know that, did you? No, I did. I just laughed because it's kind of funny. 
what is that, uh, man bear pick, whatever, from South Park. <laughs> but I'm man, man grill or grill a man pig. Yeah, I remember from what you told me. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just I don't have any sweat glands, so everything else has to work over. Fucking heat, dude. It damn near makes me want to pass out mowing the lawn. All right. How about Arizona State against the 18th ranked Michigan State in Michigan? Oh, man. See, Arizona State, they barely pulled off the win this last week against a really not very good team. Um, Michigan State, though, they haven't been playing worth a shit either. They've struggled both games that they played and barely won. That's why I think they keep dropping in rankings so much. But it's at home in Michigan State. That crowd's going to be rocking, so I'm going to have to go for Michigan State on this one. Yeah, Michigan but, State's still going to beat them. Even if they have been playing very well, I don't. Arizona State isn't very good. Who did? Can you pull up and see who they barely beat last week? Who, Arizona State? For both of them, if you can. Well, they beat Sacramento State nineteen to seven. What was the yeah. other one? They beat Kent State thirty to seven. So then, which one was it then? I wonder because somebody was saying like, "Oh, my uh, Sun Devils barely won" or something like that. So they must have been smoking crack or something. They must have been Sacramento State. They probably. Only put it on a, like the fourth quarter or something. I didn't watch the game. I couldn't tell you. I don't really follow Arizona State. No, neither do I. I just I just seen a post on Facebook and I just kind of like, well, they playing worth of shit for them. So, but I know Michigan State struggled so far this year, and so hasn't Penn State. So it's all yeah, Michigan. They beat Tulsa pretty well, and they handed Western Michigan their asses, fifty-one to seventeen. Well, and I guess I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about then. <laughs> I think we've already come to that agreement. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm not an expert. I just kind of do it for the fun. And here's a good rivalry, I like to say. And it's a rank, top 20 rank team. So we're going to have to go with the 19th rank Iowa versus Iowa State. No. And Ames. Now, did they say that Ames isn't ranked this year? Now, or ain't ranked in this game, right? No, Iowa State's not ranked. Well, you know, I mean, biased as fuck because I'm a Hawkeye, a born Hawkeye fan. I got a Hawkeye tattoo. Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna pick the Cyclones. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think what's gonna bite the Cyclones in the ass is having that week two bye. Um. Because they struggled to beat a freaking FCS team in UNI, which UNI is a good team. I am not ever going to dog on them because they've, you know, they took us to the limit the year that we went to to the Orange Bowl. You know, we had to beat them in overtime. We had to block two freaking field goals in order to freaking win that game. So UNI is where homeboy David Johnson played. Exactly. And also freaking Kurt Warner. Um, But it's just, like, I can't dog them for that because they always – they either beat them or, you know, because I think they've played them. They're surprisingly strong. Oh, yeah. 
Well, and, you know, they compete with, with uh, North Dakota State a lot for the national championship for the FCS. So, I mean, that right there shows you that they're a good team. They're legit. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to tell if Iowa State is really going to come out there because I, I, Iowa's defense is going to be way, way stronger than UNI's defense was. I, yeah, I think I, I'm going to go with Iowa. Yeah, Iowa State always plays Iowa good. They're always pretty good. Games. It's it's their fucking Super Bowl. So I mean, if they beat us, you know, well, congratulations. You know, that's your Super Bowl. That's your bowl game, I should say. But uh, <laughs> they do surprise some teams. They've been surprising a lot of top teams lately. And yeah, uh, I know. I hope we don't get beat by them. I I'd hate to see it just because Cyclone fans. They're just like you know the majority of them like. They'll talk about it all year round. When Remember when we beat Oklahoma, oh, when they beat Oklahoma, yeah, like two years ago when they beat Baker Mayfield, yeah, they never shut up about it. Or when they beat oh Oklahoma State, yeah, and uh, it's weird that they they they'll win some games and throw in some upsets. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not dogging on them. Like I'm not one of those Hawkeye fans <laughs> where. It's, yeah, I, I'm just saying sometimes they just surprise me. Like, No, yeah, I completely agree with you. But it's like, you know, a lot of Hawkeye fans, it's like, fuck Cyclones, man, I'll never support them. I don't give a fuck. You know, like when it's rivalry week, like it is this week, I'm all on for the Hawkeyes. What the heck was that? Oh, so, my battery. Oh, okay. Your phone's going to go dead? No, my laptop. Okay, it's a, it's gonna shit at me. But like a lot of friend, a lot of Hawkeye fans or whatever, they're like you know totally bashed against the Cyclones all year round. But if we beat them on Saturday, I want the Cyclones to win out so those who make our that win look even better for us. You want, you want your opponents that you beat to to win out or at least do really good the rest of the season because that makes that win even better. It makes sense that they come into Ames this year because that's like the best game of the week. Yeah, I agree. There's really no other top game. Like, we can go through the rest. Uh, we got Kent State. Well, before, we come, before we continue that, this is the very first time in, I believe, I believe this is the very first time that game day has ever come to Iowa. Yeah, it's the first time ever at Persia. It would have been so much better if it would have been played in Iowa City, just because the wave and everything during the after the first quarter. I mean, that's something to see. You know, that's something special, and it's just the Children's Hospital there and stuff. I wish yeah. I didn't have because I wanted to go. I just even the even if it's Ames, I just wanted to go because the game day. Could you imagine though the crowd, dude? You're not even going to be able to get a place to stand, let alone be up close or whatever. It's got to get there earlier than everybody else. Well, they're start. They they will open up the park at five a, five a.m. is when they're starting to open up for people to come in. They don't start till eight. That's going to be a long fucking day for somebody. <laughs> yeah, I work twelve hour shifts, so I'm all right. 
Yeah. All right, we'll go to the next game. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make that point. That's that's just something cool. It'd be nice to have it come back again. Kent State at eighth-ranked Auburn. Auburn's going to beat them, no doubt. Actually, you know what? I take that back about there not being other good games because there is actually one that's coming up that will be a good game. But yeah, I I take Auburn. Uh, ninth rank Florida at Kentucky. That's Man. not the good game I'm talking about, by the way. No, I know. Um, you know, Florida went in and they put a whooping on fucking Miami. So I don't know. Well, I, I guess I can't say they put a whooping because. Hey, they... didn't we? Didn't we have a thing on that too? That I told you Florida was going to win? Yeah. Yeah, because we had another podcast, and you're like, oh, the turnover trains are back in Miami. Well, dude, this first week, I just kind of was just going based off of last season, so. It was cool. I was to keep my shit. Well, it's the fact that the Miami's quarterback, you know, true freshman, he just would not get rid of the fucking ball. He held on to it forever. I mean, he had a chance to win that game at the end. You fucking end up fumbling the ball and give the ball back to him, and we lost. So I mean, it was it come down to the last little bit, but it, I thought it was kind of funny that the Georgia head coach said, "If that's the if that's the Florida we're going to play this year, they might as well just give us the fucking uh, was the A ASC or SEC's uh, is it the East Division? Yeah, SEC." Okay, so you might as well just give us the East division right now. That's talking some major shit right there. Uh, so you got? I took Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I heard you saying. All right, all right. Now, this one is the one that I think this is going to be a pretty good game. And it's uh, Florida State at the 25th ranked Virginia in Virginia. Well, see, Florida State's been struggling like crazy too. They they had to they barely won the, the last game that they played. Like they they made a comeback to win it. Um, and I don't remember who the, they were struggling. Who the hell it was? It it was like a low division team too, and everyone was like, "What the hell's going on?" L.A. Monroe. Yeah, Louisiana Monroe. And then they lost to Boise State first game. Yeah. So Florida so, State's not really there. No, they're not the team that they were a few years ago. So that's what makes it interesting because Virginia, I don't think they – Virginia's got a much better basketball team than they do. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I, I still I still think I'm going to go with, with Virginia. I think you, I'm going to take Florida State. Okay, well, we'll have to come back to this one then if uh, if we're right or whatever. I, I really yeah. I think Virginia's going to win. Actually, that did split. you? Yeah. Well, did you? Uh, the one like the school like because I like uh, Clemson's entrance. I love Hawkeye's entrance. You know, back in black, but Virginia Tech's is probably my favorite when they're playing Inner Sandman. And the whole fucking crowd is just jumping up and down. Like, it is fucking badass. 
and they have fireworks just blowing off. I mean, they suck, but it's a it's a fucking awesome awesome entrance to come into the stadium and stuff like that. I think it's cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to that one. That's the only one that we uh, didn't agree on. So maybe we did have a different one. I don't remember. <laughs> well, we were pretty dead on on that one, most of them. Oh, was a long time ago. Okay, we got the number one ranked Clemson at Syracuse Orangeman. I think uh, Clemson's going to win, but I mean, Syracuse has got probably something to prove. So I think they'll probably end up losing by 20 compared to like probably being – it'll probably be like a 40-point spread, but I, I don't know. Oh, uh, here's the difference. I picked Houston. You picked Washington State. That's true. Yep. So I think we that's have- the first non-ranked team I picked to beat a ranked team on this schedule. Well, take that back. My second one's Florida State. Yep. And I don't see I don't see Florida State beating Virginia. That's just my opinion. So we're gonna find out. Um, Clemson is gonna wholeheartedly hand Syracuse's orange asses to them. Dominant. It's not even gonna be close. See, I'm I'm a Syracuse Orange basketball fan just because of Jim Beheim, but. I have one of their hats and stuff just because fucking went to the uh, – what was it? I can't remember what year it was. When we were doing the, the tournament thing or whatever. And I stop you there? Yep. Cool, uh, this is football. No, I know. <laughs> now go on. Like, I have a Syracuse hat for the orange basketball team. I'm still a Hawkeye fan for basketball, but I like – I just – I don't know. Something about that Jim Beheim teams have been decent over the years. Plus, Carmelo Anthony was always one of my favorite players until he turned into a major douchebag. <laughs> all right. Moving on. All right. All right. All right. Hawaii takes on the 23rd-ranked Washington Huskies in Washington. Man, Hawaii's freaking quarterback has been amazing. Amazing? Amazing. Then there's their second string, too. And they had that wide receiver that had four touchdowns. He pulled Al Bundy. <laughs> no, Al Bundy was a quarterback. No, Al Bundy was a fucking running back. Heck yeah. Yeah, but I don't I know, but I mean, and he pulled a four touchdown game, is what I mean. Yeah, but they played against Arizona and Oregon State, so. Yeah, but Arizona, man, that was a good game, dude. It come down to the last play. It looked exactly like the Tennessee Titans versus the Los Angeles or the Oakland or no, it was St. St. Louis Rams. Then, um, <laughs> one yard away from scoring the touchdown, or at least tying it up. It was a fun game to watch, dude. I tell you. Well, Washington's a much better team than Arizona. I agree. Um, Defensive-wise, I don't think they're going to be able to to stop them. So, um, 
as much as I like Hawaii, I think I'm going to have to go with Washington just because it's in the States. Well, I mean, we're part of the same United States, but they're such far away and stuff. So, Of the contiguous states. Yeah. So uh, Washington, just because it's home field advantage. They lost to California, though. They had like, such a huge hype surrounding Washington. There's going to be a Pac-12 team that's finally going to make some noise against all the other teams in the top. They had Oregon as the top tier for uh, Pac-12 or whatever. But now it looks like USC might be the one at the Oregon. Yeah, they're saying Oregon and Washington put Washington sell. Washington will beat Hawaii. Hawaii's. Okay, moving on. 12th ranked Texas at Rice. Uh, Texas. <laughs> That's a dope one. Texas. I didn't like going last week, but it was just like you and me had that little thing going, and I don't like LSU, so it was a good game, though, till the end. Oh, no, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Jesus Christ. All right. And then the last one is fifth rank Oklahoma at UCLA. Oh, Oklahoma's going to mop the floor with Jim or with uh, Chip Kelly's ass. Yeah. Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, Chuck or Choklahoma is what I used to call him. Because they always get to the big game and choke. But yeah, they're gonna definitely beat UCLA. I always give my brother-in-law Kevin a lot of shit. I was like, "Isn't it funny that a Hawkeye had to win your last national champion or championship?" He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, Bob Stoops was a defensive player for the Iowa Hawkeyes, so it took, it took a Hawkeye to win your seniors championship." Oh man, he hates that. <laughs> he hates. He's speaking of, speaking of Bob Stoops, he came to Iowa. Yep, last week he was the honorary honorary captain. Yeah, and then uh, everybody's like, "Oh, you know what this means? Bob Stoops is gonna come coach with Iowa." Nope he's he's gonna stay with the XFL and he's gonna turn that into a winning organization and he's gonna prove Ben wrong and we're gonna have future years of XFL teams and I'm gonna be a Houston Roughnecks team fan and he's gonna be whatever. Fuck you, Bex, if he ever does. Not a goddamn chance. It's not going to Well, they're not competing head-to-head with the NFL, dude. They're going after the NFL's over. They start in February, and then they play until April. Or yeah. May. One or, the, one or the other. I think maybe they might go to June. It just depends, because there's only six, 16 or 18. Hey, the AAF didn't go against the NFL. Look how that turned out. Go against the NFL, but that was yeah. But here's the thing, though, they didn't have um, sponsors. Like they were just like former players and stuff that were trying to start the league. They didn't have a whole backing like how XFL has multi billionaires that are backing it, and then they have uh, better like because before like they only had uh, NBC for their things and they wouldn't show half the games or whatever. They are having issues with like 
losing power and stuff, so they couldn't even televise the games and stuff. Now they are so more in tune of what's going on for like networking and stuff. They got ESPN, they got NFL, they got ABC, and USA, I believe, is going to be another backup. And then they're going to be streaming it on their WWE network as well. So you're going to have so many different options that you can watch these games and stuff on. It's, you have a lot of options to not watch it. <laughs> if you're a football fan and you want to watch some football, because you're going to go through that stage where it's like, man, there's nothing to watch. There's nothing to do. I want to talk about football. I miss it. You're going to at least tune in for a couple games. See what it's like. I'm a football fan, and I do miss it in the offseason. But I like good football. And who's to say it won't be a good football? Says the first time they tried this. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't base everything off of how they did the first time because Vince McMahon didn't have any. Can base. But here's the thing, though, Ben. He went into the XFL just like thinking he was going to compete against the NFL right off the bat. And he had no vision. He didn't have anybody in his ear, you know, that had NFL experience or even football experience. He was just kind of going in, you know, willy-nilly. Now he's brought in Bob Stoops. He's brought in Andrew Luck's dad as the commissioner. I mean, you got – and I'm sure he's going to eventually bring Andrew Luck in as a consultant. You're going to have a lot of NFL players that – get cut from these teams or they say they're too old to play and they end up coming to the XFL. Yeah. They may be out of their prime, but they're going to bring people to the stadiums because they want to see those players play. Yeah. I think you're just high on them because you like the WWE. Well, I am, I mean, I am a wrestling fan, but it's just, I, I like the idea that they're giving us another option because the way the NFL has been lately, it is fucking flag football. And I mean that as both penalties for barely touching a quarterback or fucking, I mean, just like the, the Oakland Raiders fucking uh, Broncos game, for instance. Almost every other play, there was a fucking penalty. Uh, I know, but there's no say the same thing. Oh, it's going to be so much more harder minus the kickoff thing. They're going to change the kickoff, but they're going to have less penalties and all that business, and boom. They just fucking didn't even last. Oh, and that's what sucked, too, because I was an Orlando Apollos fan. We're the only team that, that lasted. I think we only lost one game that whole eight weeks or whatever that we played. If so it lasts longer than the season, I might come around. Well, they got, like I said, they got a team that they're going to use the old uh, St. Louis Dome that they had the Rams play in. I bet St. Louis guys are happy about that. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's, you know, that's revenue for that city too. Um, Houston, and that's another thing why I like the, the Houston Roughnecks is because they're using the old Oilers logo. Like they have an uh, oil freaking whatever that what do they call it? Um, oil rig. Oil rig, kind of like that, but it's you know like a pyramid almost or whatever. Um, so it's not even close. No, it's it's exactly <laughs> like the 
same logo, but different colors. It's dark, dark blue and red. What is that team called? The Houston Roughnecks. Houston Roughnecks, huh? They had a lot of concept uh, helmets and gear that it would be badass if they played with those, but they didn't want to give us too much. Like, they only showed a little bit of what they were going to look like, just like the team colors and stuff. So they're kind of waits for the reveal uh, yeah, later this season. It's got that old uh, tower driller. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. With an H. Yeah, it does look a lot Houston Oilers. Uh, and I love the Houston Oilers because. You know, Warren Moon, dude, that fucking team was just legit, you know. And when they played against the Buffalo Bills, when the Bills come back against them to make it to the – and uh, I think it was – I think that was the AFC Championship game, if I'm not mistaken, to go to the Super Bowl. So – and they end up coming back. And that was like one hell of a game with Jim Kelly fucking brought them back from like four touchdowns down or whatever and just – Oh, who knows, man? You think Warren? I don't know if Warren Moon would have been able to beat the Cowboys or or one of the Giants games instead of the Bills. I wonder what would have happened. I don't know. The Bills were loaded, though. Way more loaded than Houston. Way more loaded. Yes, I agree. But that's where a lot of teams, you know, like oh, we're just gonna roll over on them, you know, and and wipe them out, but they get overconfident when they have a team that's like the underdog or whatever. So then they think they're just going to beat them and then they come out and play flat. So you never know. Well, I don't think Dallas was ever the underdog in those two games. No. And I, and I understand that Dallas was really, really fucking good back then. That was when it was one of the best rivalries in my opinion. And I'm not just being biased because you're my friend, but like, when the 49ers played the Cowboys, that was my top fucking – I like, I never want – even in preseason, I don't ever want to miss that game. And I fucking missed it this year. I was so pissed. Uh, that was the game to watch every fucking year. It read 49ers versus the Cowboys because the fans, like, if it was – depending on where it was, like, even if it was in Dallas, it fucking – 49er fans, it was like 5-1. to one. 49er fans, 5-1 to one Cowboy. The whole fucking place looked like a fucking bloody tampon. It was fucking nuts. So, the list of teams for the XFL is DC Defenders, Dallas Renegades, LA Wildcats, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers. See, I was going to go with Tampa Bay, but then when I saw the logo for the Roughnecks, I was like, dude, that's fucking Houston Oilers, man. I got to fucking go with them. Tampa Bay teams suck. By the yeah, way. I agree. <laughs> I yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree, Corey. <laughs> we got to have them fuckers on sometime, but I don't know how it's going to work because we're all going to be like talking at the same time and shit and everything's going to get all echoed and fucking backfeed and everything's going to sound like shit. DC Defenders logo looks gay. Or stupid. I shouldn't say any anti-slurs. Yeah. Homophobe. What about the um, St. Louis one? I never really looked at that one. 
Dallas Renegades. That looks like God. What symbol does that look like? It looks like a like a just a generic guy with a bandit. Like a who's that? With a bandana. Yeah, there's a there's a college team with that. Oh, that's Oklahoma State. Yeah. Or is it Texas Tech? No, it's Oklahoma State because they have the. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Oklahoma State, what? Cowboys. But what is St. Louis? It's the Battlehawk? Yeah. And what's that one look like? Hold on, I'm trying to look up Oklahoma State's logo. Well, it's like a cowboy with a weird. Well, mostly it's like the helmets is the OSU, but I want to see the logo of the whatever mascot. I should probably say. Well, I know the mascot doesn't wear a bandana. Is this a creepy fucking looking mascot? That's all it is. Who the hell is? There's a team that has one that looks exactly like that. All right, I'll figure it out later. L.A. Wildcats. Old L.A. symbol. Jeez, that isn't used over too much. (laughs) Yeah. Dumb. Don't like that logo. I agree. I'm I'm worried about you. Guardians. Is that like a hybrid lion gorilla? What the hell is that? Looks like they're going to be using the Giants Jets uh, stadium for theirs, and they're and the same thing for the Houston Roughnecks. They're going to be using the um, Houston Texans stadium for theirs, and then I believe Tampa Bay is going to be using the Oral. I don't know. I, I don't know if they are going to be using the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one or not, or if they're going to move it to Orlando. But it doesn't make any sense. Why would they move it to Orlando? Be called Tampa Bay. Seattle Dragons. That's not even a tough-looking dragon. Stupid. Well, a lot of them, they just, you know, they try to be artistic or whatever, but I'm sure eventually it will change, just like all my fucking team's fucking logos changed over the years. Battlehawks with the sword and wings. That looks stupid. Man, you're just a fucking negative Nancy. Come on, let's get with the uh, adult pictures instead of the 10-year-old strong these. Oh, I understand that, but it's just difficult because, you know, all the good names are taken. Well, uh, you can keep these names, but how about good logos, man? Come on. Yeah, I think that, but like they say, you know, like, your team isn't defined off of what's on your helmet. It's the team itself. No, it's still the team. Well, if that was the case, the 49ers would never win because who gives a shit about an SF? Uh, everybody likes an SF better than a dolphin with a helmet on its head. Never the helmet on its head anymore. It's in your face, motherfucker. Well, nobody cares about the dolphins. Uh, I care. <laughs> so there's one. Picture sucks, dude. So, which one out of all of them would you even care to even like a little bit? 
Logo wise? None. Not even the Roughnecks? No. I think that's just a ripoff of the Oilers. So what? The Oilers need some respect. Tennessee needs to give that logo back to the fucking Texans. The best looking logo is probably the Guardians. And it doesn't look that good. Which one? What is that one? The lion one? Okay, if we're talking logos, let's talk NFL logos. If you had to choose, what would be your worst logo in the NFL right now? Cleveland Browns. Definitely. I mean, it's I mean, it's a dog for a mascot, but they don't have that on the helmet. Why the fuck wouldn't they put that on the helmet? It's just brown. Pooping. What the fuck is it, Browns? I mean, how do they how do they incorporate a dog into a Browns? Yeah, I don't get that. Somebody had diarrhea and they're like, "Must name on the Browns." <laughs> okay, so then, what would be your top three logos in the NFL right now? Being non-biased as possible. Top three logos, non-biased. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Honestly, none of the logos look that great either. <laughs> no. I'm not really much a fan of any of the logos. They're not like stellar or anything. Uh, I don't know. Creative vibes. I don't know. The Bengals is kind of creative. It's got the stripes on their helmet like a Bengal tiger. Yeah. Well, I remember at one point they used to be just an all orange helmet with the words bangles on the side. Yep. So you got them. Tennessee Titans are pretty nice. I like, I mean, it has the T and the symbol and the, oh, what is it? Kind of like a, a shield almost, like a little bit. Actually, the one that probably pains me the most to say is. Cowboys. <sighs> Raiders. Raiders would be your what? Top two or one? Raiders and the Buccaneers got pretty nice. It's pretty yeah. cool. So I would probably go with Raiders number one. Two be the Buccaneers. Three would probably be the Tennessee Titans. I don't like my Dolphins logo. I think it looks stupid without the helmet. <laughs> he looks stupid with the helmet on. It's like an old, like nineteen thirties leatherhead helmet. Hey, man, that, that's the tradition. That's when uh, we were actually a real team when we had the fucking helmet. Yes, Whatever. Only, <laughs> only perfect team in the whole NFL. So, yeah, nineteen seventy-two. And then set back to back seventy three champions. Yeah, would have been three times, but oh well. Because you guys beat, let's see, the the Bengals. Yep. Beat the Bills. 
right? Broncos. Broncos, Broncos, that's right. Broncos twice, right? No. The Dolphins for sure won. Chargers. The Chargers, so that's four. Where's five? Huh? Who was your fifth? Who do we know him again? I think we said uh Broncos, Bengals, Chargers, Dolphins. Who is your fifth win against? Um my my heavens. Oh no, it's a why the fuck can't I remember that? That should be out on both of our lists of, of remembering. I should know this. <laughs> I know it's, well, I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank too with a lot of mine. So I know in seventy, thinking about the stupid helmets. The Steelers. You didn't play the Steelers in the Super Bowl. You get to Google that shit, dude. Because if I back out, we're gonna end up losing the <laughs> damn thing. <sighs> Since I started uh, leaving the fucking screen on, they we're at an hour and forty-four minutes, and it hasn't cut off yet. Isn't that weird? And maybe it is your damn time. It might be. I might have to just leave it on all the time. Come on, Benjamin. It's your team. I know. I'm trying to look it up, but I'm getting this stupid pop-up that I just can't see. It's just like a long thing. Uh, Let's see. It would have been the Ravens for your sixth, but... Yeah, Cheated out of that one. Cheating. Dead air, dead air. Start <laughs> talking. I'm just trying to think, like, because, you know, we had the 70 against the 71 against the Cowboys. 72 against the Redskins, 73 against the Vikings. Would have been 74, but we fucking pissed that one away. And then had another one in, I believe, 83 against the Redskins, lost. And 85 against your fucking 49 or 84, I should say, uh, against your 49ers. So we're, we're uh, two and... Two and three in Super Bowls. I hate looking at this thing. Why the hell is it not picking up? Just put San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl wins. Duh. You don't think I thought of that? It's not taking me. It's just a bunch of random ass shit. Go to Wikipedia. I did, and it just talks forever. Well, I don't hear nothing. 
pod. Duh. <laughs> it just talks forever. It won't shut up. Fucking computer. It's a whole list of shit. God, why can't I think of this, man? Distracted by you, like... You told me to talk. <laughs> it was dead air. And nobody... <laughs> Figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. Well, dude, I mean, I mean, I don't know. When you don't think about it every day, then it's kind of slips your mind and shit. You know, it's like same thing for like Hawkeye players. You know, like every year it's like a new crop of fucking players. So you have to relearn everybody's name. And then they're like, well, how come you don't, you're not a real fan because you don't know all the fucking players. Well, fucking Christ, dude. It's not like the NFL where you fucking keep the same player for five, six, seven years or whatever. Well, it keeps fucking telling me who played in the championship, and I don't want to know the championship. I want to know the damn Super Bowl. I'm about to fucking find out for you. Wish me luck, Ben. Let's hope that uh, my stupid thing don't shut off on me. Is it still working? I think timed out. Okay, let's go. This is so fucking dumb. Okay, 1995, 1990, 1989, 85, and 82. 85 was the Dolphins. 82. Chargers. Oh, no, that's... Never mind. Yeah, 82 was the Bengals. It's weird that it won't... It keeps saying NFL championships. I just want to know the fucking Super Bowls. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl wins. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I don't know why it's doing that. I told you it was paying the ass. We're just killing time. I mean, it tells us, tells us the year that they they went, but they won't tell us who they played against. They are the most successful teams in the NFL history. Foreigners have been in the league playoffs 50 times, 49 in the NFL, and one time in the AAFC.
Okay. They play the Bengals in 81, 84 against the Dolphins, 88 against the Bengals again, Denver in 89, and San Diego in 94. Damn it. That's what it was. So they, so they did play the Bengals twice. Yeah. You thought the Broncos twice, but it was the Bengals twice. No, well, that was close. No. Not even. Oh, yeah. Why did I draw a blank? I can't even believe that shit. Well, you know, there's a lot of times, though, Ben, that I've, like, completely forgot about the Bengals even being a football team. (laughs) That's not disrespect to Bengal fans or anything like that, but it's just, like, until you, like, watch them play on TV, you're like, holy fuck, I forgot about that team. Like, because you'll do, like, each division and stuff, like, I'll do, like, uh, um, who do you think is going to win this division? And then it's like I'm constantly thinking, like, who the fuck else is with the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns? Like, fuck, I can't think. And then it's like, oh, yeah, the Bengals. I forgot about that team. Or even the Ravens. Sometimes you forget about them in that division. But they're pretty good. I mean, obviously, I didn't forget about them this last Sunday. They beat the living shit out of my Dolphins. So. <laughs> yeah, but we're coming up on one hour and 51 minutes, so you know this is going to cut out at two hours. So, yeah, that's true. Um, probably better wrap it up, huh? Probably wrap it up, and then um, we'll have to listen to it and see if you can get it uh, processing or whatever, and then uh, post it to the page so that I can share it to my groups. Jesus, the last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl was 1989 and lost nine. 88, but it was 89 year Super Bowl, yeah. It's January, yeah. But yeah, the season of 88. That's, that's, that's a terrible franchise. Hey, let's look at the bright side. At least they even worked the fucking Lions have never been. Not even, they were close with, with Barry Sanders, but they never been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, really can, sorry. Wrap it up then, I guess. Okay, bro. It's been a good uh, episode, I think, and hopefully a lot of empty space. Uh, sorry for the awkwardness, everybody. That's yeah, Ben's fault. And super knowledgeable about the NFL, knowing every single detail. We're just a bunch of morons from Iowa. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even believe I can even think of them playing. So I stand. That's crazy. I do because, like, the Dolphins played the Redskins twice. I always remember that. And then beating the Vikings, that was always funny because it was their one real shot at the Vikings winning the Super Bowl and purple people eaters. They thought that they were just going to walk all over us. So. Yeah, it's the B&B Sports Show podcast. I'm the Gorilla Man, and he's Ben Gilland. Give us a look at the page. Download Anchor.fm. Well, I obviously have to download in order for you to hear this. Well, if you're listening to us on Spotify or whatever other uh, podcast show, we appreciate you listening to us. Give us and a, uh, uh, up to 18 likes, I believe, on the page. I know we got to start getting more fans interacting with us on the page and actually talking with us. Yep, I think I'm going to have to start making some picks, uh, sheets or whatever for them to do. Bring them over to our thing. Yep, sounds good, bro.
and then we'll have to get them. Do you uh, want to pay some money for some pickums? Some money pickums. Once we get about, let's say, almost a hundred, hundred likes or something like that, then we can uh, try to influence them to try to come over and do some pick them you know just for money or whatever and short not too expensive but an opportunity to make uh 10 times more than what they put in oh well, i mean put in five dollars or whatever and you have 100 people buying. that's pretty good money all right this is b&b sports podcast and we are out Later.